0: Okay, start recording because I need to send you something and we need to talk about it.
1: Uh oh. Okay, I'm recording. Okay, all right. I I'm gonna like send where you a text. This is going.
0: Matt Reeves, of director of The Batman, has released photos oh. of the new Batmobile, and uh, I'm not mad about oh. it. it uh, I wasn't to be... expecting
1: this like sweet Corvette.
0: Yeah, it appears to be a modified Corvette, if I'm not mistaken maybe uh well,
1: fun 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 till daddy took the batmobile away
0: right what yeah okay so here's the question is what kind of car is it originally and from the thread i i do not see it um it appears to be man i was really hoping we would get good radio out of this but nope i got nothing it's just a car it's a good looking car that's all
1: sorry i was looking through the the twitter thread and there's people joking about the dark and the furious (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's yeah, it, it the first when I looked the at first one furious. At first when I looked at it I thought that it might be like a Mustang, but you're right, the hood, the bonnet, pardon me, is too long <laughs> and the headlights were wrong. I think it must be an old Corvette.
1: It, it's got that Corvette look to it.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh and we got some new shots of the of the bat suit that I'm actually uh I'm pretty into. A lot of it's people made bad. fun of the a lot of people made fun of the little bat logo being made out of gun parts, but I I kind of like that.
1: Uh, I do feel like for the Batmobile, he's got his windows too big.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, this—I is... feel
1: like he drives around in this thing; he's gonna get shot.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I think the whole thing is like this is his first year of being Batman, right? In this mm. movie, so he hasn't figured that part out yet. Like, he's gonna get shot through the window at some point in this movie. What criminals might like, shoot oh. me? He's with guns. I gotta remember to put smaller windows in this but, shit. But I'm the Batman. My big complaint I'm is Batman, that... the Batman, though. <laughs> my big complaint is that he's put this, like, big... I mean... Swear it's, to me! It's the Batmobile, right? So it has the afterburner on the back.
2: Where are the drugs?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh He put this massive, like, uh, rear-mounted engine on it that looks mm-hmm. to have the afterburner kind of in the center there. It's got the little jet engine in the center. Sure. But it's this massive, like outboard rear mounted v8 <laughs> and i don't know why if you're gonna go this far why why put just a normal v8 on it like you know if that's we're gonna... another thing
1: like not only is he gonna get shot his engine is
0: going to get shot right you should be putting something and like explode Either either you should be going way above and beyond in terms of power, right? Like make it mm-hmm. like
2: ah, oh, it's a flatline V twelve with Nas and like
0: you know, really just just grip it and rip it, or put some armor on it.
1: Yeah, please cover up this this thing because this looks like my mom's nineteen seventy VW Beetle when we were working on it and just had the entire pack of the car clean off.
0: Right. This is what I want to see in a
1: Batmobile. I some see. goon is just going to reach over with, like, a wrench and
0: take out your whole timing belt. Right, because it's just fucking exposed. It's right yeah. there. Like, oh, whoops, you <laughs> forgot to put the hood back on after you're working on the car. <laughs> Gotta go fight some crime.
1: It would be a shame if some debris happened to fall in this. Ah, uh, dang it.
0: I would I really want I, cuz I like the idea of like okay let's take a, a classic car and turn that into the Batmobile as opposed to just making a new car from scratch. But what I want is for them to take like two classic cars and just oh, kind and of mesh sp- them together
1: like one of the cars in Fury Road.
0: Yes, I want I want to cut uh uh two Mustangs lengthwise. And stick, like, conjoined twins at the engine. So you have two simultaneous V8 engines going. I'm on board. And you have... I like where this
1: is going.
2: You could could put
0: that in the plot, too, is the thing. Because when you have, like, an interesting vehicle where you can look and see okay here are explicitly all the component parts you can say okay yeah engine a is the front tires and engine b is the back tires right Mm -hmm. and then you can have a whole scene where one of the joker's goons like throws a wrench in engine a and he's like ah now i've only got front wheel drive so i can't like so i have to drift around this corner or whatever (laughs) Or that becomes a thing that he wants to do. Like, okay, now I'm going to cut engine A and get only rear wheel drive so I can go up this hill better. Or, I don't know, whatever. Whatever you do with rear wheel drive.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I'm just thinking of cool stuff that you could do. Yeah, because that would lean into, like, basic Batman starting out when he's still almost just a regular guy. Mm -hmm. And he, like, he doesn't quite have the resources to, to, like, order, like, a custom, fully, like, designed, like, custom car for the Batmobile. Right. So he just takes a bunch of good cars and just glues them together
0: yeah like this is this is Batman with like season one Mythbusters budget <laughs> he's he slapped a he slapped a j- tall on it and uh you know he's he's ready to go
1: literally just uh, a jet engine welded to a car nothing fancy yet this is what he got
0: <laughs> it looks well, but but he already knows the secret to making everything look cool just paint it black just paint it black. And it looks cool. Now I'm picturing
1: uh, Jamie Heineman in the, the bat mask. And it's just like his <laughs> walrus mustache. You know, I'm the Batman.
0: Well, um, you should swear to me and tell me where the other drugs are.
1: <laughs> well, I think your problem is that you've turned to a life of crime when a life of science is much more lucrative.
0: Do you think the listeners can tell that we're putting our hands in front of our face like a, like a walrus? Uh, like a walrus mustache
2: (laughs) from the
1: sudden drop in audio quality then yeah probably
0: uh all right now we can start the show It's time to pop po- a po- po- podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to you. Activated my podcast, the Weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy. And this week we are talking about episodes uh, 34 and 35 of season two. That's Dark Spirit Revealed colon. Yo- uh, wow, Jesus, it's too many colons. Uh, Dark Spirit Revealed colon yu gi Versus Bakura colon part one and colon part or er, Jesus. Colon part Parts two, two
1: and three of the, Holy the thing we've been talking about.
0: Dark spirit revealed. Colon Yugi vs. Sakura. Colon part two. Colon part three. It's a lot of colons. <laughs> it's so many. This is the. I am so thankful for the translated titles of these episodes. Can I give those real quick? We'll, we'll talk about them later. But the translated titles here are the death calling Ouija board. And oh. smash the darkness hyphen God attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now that's scary. That's the shit that I'm here for. Uh, Jimmy, I don't see anything in your pre-show notes, but I have yeah. something that I want to talk about real quick. Go ahead. Watching Yu-Gi-Oh this week felt like a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> Do you know why? Why, Tyler? because there is so much JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to get caught up on, and <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about it.
1: You texted me, and you were so happy that you discovered JoJo, which just got its season two released on Netflix.
0: Well, and so the whole... Yeah, so seasons one and two just came out on Netflix here in the UK as well. Season one wasn't on Netflix here yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so th- previously on Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, no, previously in my life, you would have had to go and like sign up for Crunchyroll to get JoJo's. And that was really the main thing keeping me from it, but I also just wasn't that interested. Like people would talk about it and I'd see screen caps and I'd be like, "Okay, fine. It's like you know, it's like Dragon Ball Z came out of the closet, right? Yeah. Like it's it's explicitly homoerotic Dragon Ball." All right. Fine. Like that's cool. I'm not really I'm not really looking for that particular kind of combat anime, right? Like, I talked a few weeks ago about Where wanting to get into some you? fight anime. I, I really enjoy the kind of anime that's like actual martial arts. Like, I got into Baki for a bit. I know it's not actual martial arts, but it's close. Uh, Kengan Ashura, um, that sort of thing. So, I saw JoJo's come up on Netflix during one of my lunch breaks. And I think to myself, eh, what the hell? They're 20-minute episodes. I'll just, I'll I'll knock one out. No one told me (laughs) that this shit starts in 1800s England. Yeah. Season one, episode one, they go,
2: 1836, London, England. And I go, I'm I'm sorry? (laughs) Welcome Uh, to
1: our historical documentary, Tyler.
2: What?
0: What is this show? No one told me the things that I needed to know about the show to make me interested. And apparently, season one is the worst season, but this is a season that people needed to tell me about to get me interested in. Why is that? So, first off, everything is band names. Everything yes. is. Right, which is so strange. I mean, not the main character. The main character uh, uh, starts off as Jonathan Joestar. Uh, is the main character for the first part. His rival is Dio? you know, like Dio? Uh, <laughs> yes. His mentor is Baron Zappelli. like Led Zeppelin. He fights and this was the part where I knew I need to watch the entirety of this show. like six episodes in, he fights a undead Scottish knight who served Mary, Queen of Scots, and is now angrily fighting everything that he can to get revenge against Queen Elizabeth I. This knight's name is Tarkus, or Tarkus, because, you know, it was originally in Japanese, and that's how they want to pronounce it. So Tarkus is the name of an Emerson, Lake, and Palmer song. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer prog rock band uh, probably most famously known, maybe not most famously known, in my mind most famously known for Carnival 9 uh, which is maybe one of the best prog rock songs of all time during the fight with Tarkus they do canonical Emerson, Lake, and Palmer musical hits so the whole rest of the show has been like rock and strings and whatever and he's, he's fighting this Ripped mountain of a Scotsman who has—I mean, it's Jojo. Everyone's ripped mountains, but he's—but he's like he—he's—he's he's canonical. He, he's large in the fiction compared to everyone else. That's his superpower: is he is big. Uh, and in the background, they're like, bum, 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 like doing these synth hits. That do not match the rest of the show, specifically because this character's name is a reference to Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I just got to a point where they introduced, this is in, in the second part, uh, which features Jonathan Joestar's grandson, Joseph Joestar. That's the other thing that nobody told me about. Nobody told me that this is a, a generational story.
1: Uh, This is all, like, the basic information about the anime.
0: But nobody tells you these things. Everyone's like, oh, look at these stands and how one stops time and, like, slung fire across the heavens. Nobody tells you the rest of this stuff. I just got to the part where it is revealed that there are three like master vampires that have hidden themselves away in stone statues pardon me as stone statues for like thousands of years and their names are cars acdc and wamu
2: better known as my favorite
0: better known as wham Why did no one tell me about this show? Why did Why did no one tell me the right parts about this show?
2: <laughs> different strokes for
0: different folks.
2: I guess I. I. It's.
0: I'm. I have been completely. And wholly flabbergasted by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I started listening to a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, uh It's a, a flabbergasting podcast. Show. It is. It is. I've had to listen just to get more content in me. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and plug the podcast. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, also recorded in Portland. Uh, they do somehow like 30-minute episodes about each episode. I, I don't, I don't know why we can't do that, apparently. Uh, but, uh, I, it, it, I, I, it felt, I can't even put it into words. Watching Yu-Gi-Oh! after getting so deeply invested in what relatively little I've I've watched of JoJo still, where I'm just like, buzzing with the possibilities of what Jojo's Bizarre Adventure can be watching especially these two episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh felt like like work
1: yeah it's nothing
0: it's i i had i had to do Yu-Gi-Oh for my job is how i felt
1: when we could be watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Welcome to You Activated My JoJo. <laughs> you Activated My Stand.
0: <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the part with stands yet, is the thing. Like, it It enters and it's... You Activated My Hamon. <laughs> right, that's a So it starts with 18th century... Or pardon me, uh, 19th century England. Uh, this, like, dandy of a kid named Jonathan Joestar and his rival, Dio... Uh, Fight uh, over like inheritance law, and then Dio discovers that this mysterious stone mask that the Joestar family had actually turns people into vampires, and so he becomes a vampire. And then Jonathan has to go and learn about the mystical energy known as Hamon from uh, uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, oh, pardon me, with his new best friend Robert Eo Speedwagon. <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy, I think I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is not what we were talking about today. What no. we were talking about today... I'm
1: glad that you found uh, such joy in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
0: I I did. I really did. Holy shit, did I find joy in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It is bizarre, but it is an adventure.
1: Does what uh... it says on the tin. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh i yeah, I sure hope it does. Um Do you want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh now?
1: Uh we are legally obligated to talk about Yu Gi Oh. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> as it says in the blood contract which we signed many millennia ago. Um Alright, here we go. It's time to did- 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 did discuss the episode. As I said earlier, as I tried to say earlier, this week we are talking about The Dark Spirit Revealed, colon, Yugi vs. Bakura, colon, part two and part three. Uh, The translated title, we'll talk about part two first. Translated title for part two is The Death Calling Ouija Board. Wait, Ouija? Ouija? I've heard people say it both ways. Ouija. Uh, The summary is Yami Bakura calls forth the terrifying Dark Sanctuary, activated when Yami Yugi sent Dark Necrofear to the graveyard, which is capable of possessing one of Yugi's monsters each turn. While Yugi tries to find a way around this, Yami Bakura calls forth the Destiny Board, which will destroy all monsters on Yugi's side of the field should it truly succeed from within its full activation.
1: Yeah, we don't have to worry about how to pronounce Ouija, because they don't call it Ouija Board. It's the Destiny Board.
0: Yeah... That last sentence is kind of a mess. Yami Bakura calls forth the Destiny Board, which will destroy all monsters on Yugi's side of the field should it truly succeed from within its full activation. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) From within its full activation? Should
0: it truly succeed from within its full activation? I feel
1: like this description is poorly translated.
0: I I mean... (laughs) I'm reading it, and I'm thinking it's the title of a self-help book. Learn how to truly succeed from within your full activation. Want to join my cult? (laughs) Uh, It starts, as many multi-part episodes do, with a recap, just in case you missed part one. I am constantly amazed, Jimmy, at how often we get to part two of a multi-part episode that has a recap. Mm-hmm. And the recap is a better version of the first episode than the first episode.
1: <laughs> it cuts away all the bullshit.
0: Which is most of it. Um, yeah. What were, your, what were your highlights from the, the, the recap?
1: They're on a blimp. They're fighting. Uh, Bakura's in trouble, but now he's got ghosts. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. watch
0: out. Um. He talks about... At the end, this is the only thing that I I can remember now, and it's the only thing that I took a note about. At the end of the recap, Bakura
2: says, Ah, but the next card in my hand has powers, dark powers beyond your wildest imagination, Yugi.
0: Which is maybe my favorite, least favorite, pardon me, uh, maybe my my worst way to talk about a card game. Because whatever card it is, it was made by a person. A person made it. So clearly it's within the realm of imagination. Someone yeah, and imagined it's it.
1: <laughs> beyond your understanding. That's why you just got to read the card text. It says what it does. Right. There's no imagination needed.
0: If anything in this game is beyond oh, it's dark understanding. Sanctuary. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Oh, Dark Sanctuary. Okay, fine. But if anything in this card game is beyond truly beyond understanding, this is a bad card game.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not how card games are supposed to work.
0: So we begin the episode. Where do we... (laughs) I'm sorry. We start mid-duel, so I always struggle with where do we actually start here. Where do you want to start here? Because I just did the whole rant about JoJo's. I want you to have have your time in the sun.
1: Well, we left off with Bakura having Dark Sanctuary, which was the card that makes... It surrounds the blimp with this, like, miasma of, like... Floating eyeballs and, like, mouths and shit, right? Um right. And so Yugi's like, I don't know what's going on with this thing. Whatever, I'm going to attack you with Gamma, uh, the Magnet Warrior, our good friend. Uh, so he sends out Gamma to attack Bakura, who is at, like, some incredibly low amount of health points. He's about to go down. Yeah, it's like, I think it's 450 at this point still. Something like that, yeah. Uh, but then Gamma moves forward and then, like, out of the back of Gamma shoots a spooky skull at Yugi. Uh, and it turns out that Dark Sanctuary uh, possessed Gamma, uh, and so when it attacks, half of its attack points go to Yugi, which drains his life points and gives it to Bakura.
0: Yes. Yep. It's a it's a mind control plus life touch. Yep. Which is they, they... I mean, it's kind of it's it's a fun animation, right? Because you see like. Gamma attacking towards Bakura, but then the ghost comes out of Gamma going the opposite direction. Yep. It just kind of goes, Uh, but it is, it is a little, it is kind of meeting that, that brief a little bit of this defies my understanding a smidge. Like here's a, a handful of rules that you just kind of have to take as read as like, yeah, sure. That's yeah, legal. Okay, All right. That's the thing now, uh he what does he do next he He kind of well he he basically just explains what you just said, uh, but he says something about
2: like you have no idea of the terror that lurks in my deck <laughs> uh
0: and uh he 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 really is oh, this was my note, he really is making a play that can really only happen in the show, and this is exactly what you said earlier, I'm sorry uh but. In any real duel, the opponent could just be like, hey, can I read the text on that card before I make my next move?
1: Yeah, you have to let your opponent know what you're actually doing. You can't just, like, tell them that this card is impossible to understand. And then just... That's not tournament legal.
0: (laughs) Right, right. You're not just going to trust your opponent when they're like, oh, actually, my card says that I get to do this now.
1: Uh, This card says that you have to just forfeit. Yeah, sorry. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's Exodia two. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Exodia boogaloo. Uh, but then on Bakura's turn, pardon me, he plays a card called Destiny Board, and Destiny Board is a uh, a Ouija board. It's the the death the death calling Ouija board per the title, and it has a single letter
2: F.
1: yeah it spills out a letter every turn uh for five turns and after five turns the message is complete and then yugi automatically loses
0: uh correct yes it is it is effectively exodia it's a Uh, slow
1: exodia Exodia.
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) uh i was really i was really disappointed that the first letter was an h because this would have been the most hilarious game of horse
1: Yeah, I was wondering what it could the word could be spelled out if the first letter is F. And <laughs> my first guess was fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but with no E. Uh
0: later on, uh he gets uh an I and an N. And at that point, I, I wrote down because I was trying to do the same thing. I wrote down the word is fingy. Fingy. <laughs> You know, because he's because he's because is British, right? So he mm-hmm. could be thinking, like, well, it's ah, uh, yes, it's some sort of thingy or something. Because that sounds like a relatively British thing to say. Um, at this point, we have ghosts, we have the dark sanctuary, we have the Ouija board. Joey reminds everyone that he is scared of ghosts. Uh, he does sort of that like Scooby and Shaggy thing, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he, he all but says zoinks. And Serenity reminds him, Joey, relax. It's just a card game. Hold
1: on, Joey, isn't this all just a game? Little does you Serenity can... know that cards are
0: real. And then you can feel the ellipses in her sentence, because then she goes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a game. Right? Uh, mokaba, on seeing the, the Destiny board spell out AF, uh, Mokuba goes, This looks bad. And Kaiba just says, Yes.
1: <laughs> Press F to pay respects. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> to
0: Yugi
2: Bakura, about to Bakura.
0: Uh, let's see. Bakura also plays Dark Door, which limits Yugi to one attack per turn. Uh, so that basically what he's saying is. Each of your turns, you can only let one of your monsters attack, and that is most likely going to be the monster that I have
2: uh,
0: uh, possessed with this ghost that's just going to attack you and give me more health. Yeah. He also plays Earthbound Spirit.
1: Earthbound Spirit cracks me up. It's literally just a zombie who's like
0: stuck in the floor. See, I really wanted it to just be Ness.
1: He's <laughs> just like, help.
0: <laughs> it's the floor ghost. Floor ghost. Aw, oh, floor ghost. Died in a trap hole. Trap hole? Trap door. There it is. I'm going to gonna I'm uh, gonna apologize again. Words are going to be tough for me this episode. The the cold that I was getting over last week is still the cold that I'm getting over.
1: Sure it's not coronavirus?
0: I'm fairly certain, specifically because I work from home and haven't interacted with anybody with in the human last beings. Like, three weeks. So That's fair. I think we're good no it's 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 cold symptoms which is really funny when you're sick but don't have like the illness going around like mm-hmm. i got food poisoning when swine flu was a thing and i was really worried for like a week um
1: then it went away and you're just like oh i'm oh fine.
0: yeah we're fine uh no it is definitely a cold but there's a reason that the stereotype of all english people is oh they're sickly
2: <laughs> poor poor sickly things and enfeebled you need to uh, go the, out the, to the your. The climate is
0: not uh, not great.
1: You need to get wheeled out in a in your uh, your bed to your uh, your grandfather's manor out on the moors.
0: <laughs> Please Have Papa. Have some, some the racing Yorkshire some air. Good.
1: Out in the countryside. <laughs> uh,
0: I could get into that. I could I could uh, I could do with a little a little retreat. Anyway, so if I sound uh, uh like I am on some cold medication, that is accurate. Because you
1: literally are.
0: Uh so at this point, uh he plays Earthbound Spirit. Uh Earthbound Spirit goes PK Fire uh and uh is sacrificed in order to keep Destiny board in play. So that is the that is the trick with Is it well? Is it Destiny Board or is it for Dark Sanctuary?
1: It's it's for Dark Sanctuary. He does for Dark his, Sanctuary. Pardon me. He has to say sacrifice a creature every turn to keep a uh, Dark Sanctuary uh, in play.
0: Right. Uh, so he sacrifices Floor Ghost by uh, and then ends his turn. Then Yugi has to do some mental math. Uh, Because apparently, Bakura is allowed to pick which of Yugi's monsters is possessed. He can pick one monster to possess every turn, and he does not have to tell Yugi which monster he picks. Yeah. Which begs two questions that I have for you, Jimmy. Number one, what is keeping Bakura from changing his mind as soon as Yugi declares an attack?
1: I don't know. Is Is he pressing some buttons
0: behind the scene that we just don't see? That was my second question. What is the interface for making that decision because we see the ghost move around?
1: Yeah. But it just kind of like swoops around. It's just a skull with a big long like spectral trail and it's just going woo 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 woo. woo.
0: So it's not clear. Well, wait, no, I'm sorry, he goes like what?
1: That's a nice uh, yes, ghost the, makes the, the when dramatic they float meaning. around. <laughs> weo
0: weo weo weo. Uh. <laughs> so he's doing some. Yugi's got to do some uh, some mental math, kind of trying to figure out like how to attack Bakura, which monster to use, because he doesn't want to attack with a possessed monster because that will just deal more damage to Yugi and Well, at this Bakura point, more. I
1: don't think he knows that he can possess different monsters.
0: It's I think only it's I
1: like at the end of this.
0: Uh, Yeah, I have it in my notes that it's around the same time that Bakura reveals it. So it might be sort of at the end of his, uh, you know, woman looking at math gif.
1: Yeah, so he summons uh, Karibo, uh, and so he tells Dark Magician Girl to attack since Gamma was possessed last time. And Mm -hmm. then uh, Dark Magician Girl is possessed, and he's like, what? How can this be? Um, And that's when Bakura reveals. He can just pick whatever creature he wants.
0: Yes. Okay, I had stuff out of order a little bit. You're right. So it's, it's a deal. surprise, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: surprise. I'm not going to tell you which monster I have possessed. Um, and so, he his turn ends, and the Destiny board gets another letter. I. Fit. F- fit, fit filth.
0: <laughs> filth. The word is filth.
1: Fitbit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> You need to get your steps in, Yugi.
0: The word is fincher.
1: Well, it's five letters. let us I was thinking of five Finch. letter words that start with F.
0: Fit, fil- filter. The word is filter. Bakura needs to replace his Brita filter. <laughs> More like British filter. Hi. 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 Does Bakura have to play the letters in order?
1: That's a great question. I'm not sure where he's getting them because as he Yugi points out, the dual discs only have five slots for cards in them. And each mm-hmm. letter apparently is a card.
0: Yeah, each letter is, is a separate spell card. Yeah. Uh, let me find... I'm going to look this up actually because I think that's how it is in the real game too where you get like uh, an N card and an A card. Mm. And uh, and, a, and a and a you know whatever other letters. It's not are. just
1: a thing that automatically happens, unlike in here. Right. Um, but as lo- Yugi points out, as long as Dark Door exists, which is um, just uh, a present on the field, it's just there. Um, Bakura can't play the whole five-letter message because one of his slots in his dual disc is taken up. Right. Uh, And Bakura's just like, well, actually, Dark Sanctuary lets me have as many cards as I want, (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: which is another thing it does. But how does that work? Where, what slot does he put them in on the dual disc, like, physically?
0: Oh, yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. So Yugi Uh...
1: has a great line here where he's just like, completely nonplussed at this. You mean your Dark Sanctuary card allows you to play extra magic cards and possess my monsters with an evil ghost?
0: (laughs) uh so i just i'm sorry i just looked up so the the spell cards to play the the destiny board letters are called spirit message mm-hmm and there's spirit message oh this this list only has i n a l but i think it's i think there's also an f let me see if i can find it but let's the, get an f in the chat the huh the Letters, oh, I see, I see. Okay, so there's one Destiny board and uh, four Spirit Message cards. So Destiny board is the first letter. Okay. And I was confused at first because the card art does not match the letter that is on the card. So like Spirit Message I has card art, and let me just send you this link, uh, has card art that shows a ghost holding the letter E. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, that's not an I. E. So I was trying to figure out what the heck is going on here. Is this like a translation issue? Did somebody just fuck up the art? And so finally I pulled up Destiny Board, which has the first letter. Destiny Board, which is F in the show. The, the card art is D. Spirit message I so the second letter F I the card How many letters is, are there there are five well there so there's there's destiny board and four more letters destiny board is the first letter so F is D I it, the card is a ghost holding E spirit message N the third letter the card art is holding A. And spoiler alert, the final two letters are A and L. So Spirit Message A has card art with T on it. Yes. Sorry to
1: spoil the end of this episode, but the spirit is trying to spell final.
0: Darn. Final. Ah, darn. Spirit message L has a ghost holding H.
1: That's not what that is.
0: No, but when you put the cards down on the field, the spells fuck you. The, the titles will spell final, but the card art spells death,
1: Ooh, which is
0: bad fucking ass. That is super cool. I was very confused for a bit there.
1: That is confusing. Why would they be two different things?
0: Uh, unless you have all five, apparently. But there is nothing saying that you Gotta have to play them all. in that order. You just have to have them all out on the field. So it is so weirdly improbable that Bakura is playing them in order. Huh. But there it is. The more so, you know. The more you hey, that's that's what we're here for.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we left up <laughs> these completely pointless cards that we'll never use and only appear in this one episode.
0: Yeah. Uh so okay, so Destiny Board gets I, uh, and Bakura does the thing where he explains like here's here's more stuff that I can do with Dark Sanctuary ah, ah, ah. Uh, I wrote down in my notes, Dark Sanctuary the rules are made up and the points don't matter
1: <laughs> yeah this is clearly one of those this is my worst, spoiler alert Yeah. Uh, Dark Sanctuary is clearly one of those cards where they just completely made it up just for this episode where it's just like
0: yeah. a cheat
1: code of everything that the writers needed to accomplish in this episode
0: I. it is just it does a though... whole bunch of things What did they need to accomplish in this episode?
1: Prolong the duel for two more episodes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay, all right. Oh, okay, yeah, mission accomplished. Uh, At this point, Mai from the sidelines states the obvious. Mai says, he may still have a chance to win this duel, but to do so, he can't keep losing life points. Yep. All right, Mai, cool, good job. Uh, Duke also says, maybe instead of all this thinking, maybe maybe the secret is to just not think at all, like Tristan. (laughs)
2: Hey,
1: hey!
0: He no makes that scary face too.
1: Are, He's like, he eh, does. and then
0: it, like pans over. No matter, uh, no matter how dire things seem, there's always a chance to to diss Tristan. Uh, what happens next? Bakura summons and then sacrifices Sengen. You know the classic Sega mascot.
1: Oh, that card we all know and love. Uh yeah. it looks like a knockoff Evil Karibo. Did you notice that? Yes,
0: it looks like. You fed a Karibo after midnight. Yeah,
1: it's just like a Karibo, except it has more eyes, and it's like, and it has little little fangs on it.
0: I think that sound that you just made, the like, that is basically all you need to picture what this thing is.
1: My brilliant foley work.
0: Mwah. So at this point, uh, Yugi is trying to consider, like, what he should do next. Like, does he attack with Dark Magician Girl again? Assuming that, like... That one wouldn't be possessed because he's done it twice already. Uh, should he attack with uh, Beta the Magnet Warrior because it has fewer attack points and therefore Bakura would be less likely to possess it? I think it was in your notes that I saw uh, that it was essentially just playing rock, paper, scissors, like trying to figure out what hidden thing your opponent has done. Yeah. I want to talk briefly about an amazing rock, paper, scissors movie. A what? Yes, called Animal World. Animal World, it's on Netflix. It's been on my list for a while and I finally watched it uh, last week. Yeah, last week because Lauren was at a conference and it's one of those movies that like, I don't think I could ever really get her interested in. So I've just been like waiting for a good chance to watch it on my own. It is a bizarre Chinese movie that is an action movie where the central mechanic is an illicit underground rock, paper, scissors tournament.
1: What the fuck is it played straight or is it like, kind of funny.
0: Uh, yes, it's okay. It's funny. It's funny in that boy, how do I explain this without like giving too much away the, okay. Well, the, the one caveat that I have going into it is it is not, it's not super good at handling mental health issues. Uh, because it starts with the main character being like, "Yo, I- I'm crazy. <laughs> that's that's me. I'm I'm the crazy guy," uh, and he explains that as a child he had a traumatizing incident that doesn't get explained till towards the end of the movie, and all he remembers from that period of his childhood is watching this like overly violent cartoon of a clown samurai chopping down aliens and like animal people. I just and looked so- this up on Netflix. Yeah, 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 uh, So every time he has sort of an overly emotional reaction to something, he has this sort of breakdown where he hallucinates everyone in the world as turning into these grotesque animals and, like, what? mocking him and fighting him, and he, he breaks into these violent outbursts. So that happens alongside uh, these sort of, like, side conversations where everyone else is like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's such a good guy, or like, he, he used to be such a good guy. Like, I don't really know what happened to him. He's sort of down on his luck right now. Uh, he was always the smartest kid in school. I always copied off his math homework. Turns out he's a statistics genius, which comes in handy when, due to a series of unfortunate events, he ends up in this like underground tournament, which is the only way to clear a bunch of debt that he's fallen into. And An the underground way that they conduct rock paper this tournament. tournament yes and it's rock paper scissors with these like ornate playing cards that have like very fancifully drawn rock paper scissors symbols on them and there's like a whole you can like buy more cards you like go further into debt to buy more cards and you can like trade cards around and so there's there's these like mind palace like a beautiful mind sequences where he's running the numbers on like how many of each card he needs in order to win and, like, what the statistics are of, you know, if they shuffle all the cards together, like, how many are they going to have of each? Uh, And that is played alongside these, like, beautiful slow-motion sequences of this dude in a clown costume fighting weird, grotesque animals.
1: That's so bizarre.
0: It is one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. Uh, it leaves it open for a sequel, and I don't know if they're ever going to do one. I I honestly don't know who would pay for it because it's such a weird movie. But like <laughs> Michael Douglas is in this movie. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Michael Douglas huh. is the criminal kingpin.
1: Well, that sounds like something that would our audience might appreciate. So I think so. Thanks so, for bringing it up.
0: Yeah. So that's that's what this reminded me of was hey it's a card game a skyrock paper scissors a little bit, um, but where do we where do we end up? Where, what does Yugi decide on?
1: Uh, Yugi decides he's going to summon Big Shield Gardner in defense mode, um, even though it can't block ghosts, and so he has to pick a monster to attack.
0: Um, yeah, that okay. I just I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, I did a little bit. I just figured out what they actually meant when they were like, oh, but Big Shield Gardener can't block ghosts. Like, it's because the attack is not an actual monster. It is the effect of Dark Sanctuary.
1: Yeah, he can't, like, attack it Ah. as he would a normal card. Right. He has to get rid of uh, Dark Sanctuary somehow in order to get rid of its effect.
0: Right. Okay, So, so he summons that in defense mode and then he has to pick a monster to attack. So what what is what are we what are we doing here?
1: Um he picks Gamma the Magnet Warrior uh, which goes out and it's actually not possessed. Um it goes in for hey. the kill. Uh good pick in Yugi. Um, but Bakura has a trap card, Dark Spirit of the Silent, which actually looks pretty creepy. Um it's Yeah, stops... it's another
0: it's another like screaming ghost kind of yeah.
1: figure, right? Very Halloween decoration sort of ghost. Yeah. Um, it stops Gamma from attacking and forces Dark Magician Girl to attack. And Dark Magician Girl is the possessed one.
0: Yeah, I didn't fully understand this. So so it not only stops the attack, but it causes another monster to attack.
1: Yeah. Um, and so since she's possessed, uh, Yugi gets hit with the ghost again.
0: Womp, womp. Oh. I noticed something weird during the shot when Dark Magician Girl is, like, forced to attack. Are there tears in her eyes? Oh, maybe. it does I mean, this, she's like,
1: being possessed into attacking.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's only a few frames, but it looks like she might be crying, which is, like, maybe the most tragic thing to happen on the show so far. <laughs> it's kind of dark.
1: Even though uh, it's just cards.
0: It, yeah. Even though it's not, like... That, that is not a, a thing that has feelings. That is a hologram of, of, of a, a, a girl who is also a dark magician. Um, but so that does damage then to Yugi. And then that heals Bakura, And then Mokuba... I didn't even write down what Mokuba said. Mokuba and Kaiba have a conversation, in air quotes, where Mokuba's like, Ah, man, big brother, things are looking pretty bad. We got We got ghosts. Uh, and yikes, Kaiba. Rather... Kaiba says things as though he is replying as part of the conversation, but when the camera cuts to him, his mouth never moves.
1: <laughs> He's just thinking to himself. He doesn't and, bother and he, speaking out loud to Mokuba.
0: But as though he is replying to Mokuba, because Mokuba will be like, "Ah, ghosts? Oh no!" And Kaiba will be like,
2: "Calm down, little brother. There's no such thing as ghosts."
0: But he doesn't say it.
2: Huh. yeah, that that is kind of funny though because
1: Moka was like, "Ah, oh, g- 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 ghost, brother." And then Kaiba, who is literally watching a spirit duel another spirit, is like, <laughs> "Nah, spirits don't exist. That's bullshit."
0: Including that one time that my soul was ripped from my body and <laughs> kept in a playing card. Yeah, he's just like, "Nah, that was a fluke." I think in this episode. I I think everyone forgets how to have a conversation because even Bakura and Yugi are like going back and forth for a bit after this where Yugi goes... Ah, Bakura, me and the heart of the cards will defeat you any way that I can. And Bakura goes,
2: ah, but I think you will find that my evil plan is too much for you. Uh, I don't think it is. I think you you should think again. Ah, but
0: me and the power of my Millennium Puzzle will defeat you and the power of the Millennium
2: Ring. The Millennium Ring is too strong for you, Potion
0: (laughs) Seller. Like, you know, like, it just, it, and they don't, (laughs) there's no actual argument. (laughs) It's just them talking.
2: Anything you can do, I can do better. No, I can do can't. anything better than you.
0: <laughs>
2: no, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can.
0: Uh, well, as we get hit with yet another copyright strike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the part of the show uh, where I wrote down my word of the day <laughs> is fingy.
1: Fingy. Uh, anyway. Bakura now has way more life points than Yugi, because he's been draining all of Yugi's life points.
2: Um, Duke Infinite questions... power! <laughs>
1: Duke questions if Yugi can win, leading Tristan to threaten to chuck him overboard.
2: <laughs> he
0: does do that, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. He's like, hey, in this team, we support our friend,
0: even though he's oh, about God. to lose to these ghosts. <laughs> I forgot about this. They do... So, Duke... Duke is doing that thing where he is just trying to, like, score cool points with serenity. And then Tristan, in response, goes, no, man, you know how to be cool. Be good to your friends. <laughs> Support your friends. And then they all start cheering. Yeah. Or is that later?
1: Like... No, this is then, because, like, Duke is, like, in his... He... Tristan has like his arms around Duke's collar, and then he's like, "Uh, Yugi, Yugi, he's our
0: man." Oh, oh and no, and it happens. I'm sorry, it, this happens again in the next episode. Oh, okay. we have this exact same conversation, like five yeah. minutes from now. Yeah, oh, okay. So again, people just don't know how to make conversations in the show anymore. I think
1: nope.
0: Uh, in order to combat the the gugugugugu ghosts. Yugi plays the card that he has definitely always had and uh, it's it's absolutely always been in his deck and we've just haven't heard about it until now. Collected Power.
2: Uh, it's kind have of you, neat. Have we talked
0: about collective Power before? I don't think so. It ha- It's not just me, right? This no. is a new card? Okay.
1: It has an interesting so... effect. It forces magic cards on the field to focus their powers on Karibo, on the card you play it on. Right. So and he, so he plays, Caribo, it plays it on Kribo. Kribo gets, like, a magical grimoire.
0: Yeah. I really liked the art on this, actually. It's it's like a spooky-looking book that floats over to Kribo, <laughs> and Kribo's eyes get all wide as he's, like, reading its forbidden knowledge. <laughs> he gets this little, like, like frustration squiggle above his head.
1: Yeah, that, like, that scribble
0: yeah. when characters
1: are, are mad or, like, trying to figure something out as he's trying to figure he's out... <laughs> As he's trying to figure out how to summon Cthulhu. Right. Um, and But it has the effect since uh, magic cards are focused now on Karibo. Uh, that includes Dark Sanctuary. And so mm-hmm. uh, Karibo is now possessed and Yugi plays Oh, you have it written down. Good. I don't remember the name of the card. Exile uh, of yes. the Wicked, which is just <laughs> like a guy with a knife, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a dude with a knife. Which like <laughs> Okay, cool. I guess he's scared the wicked away. Great. He stabs Karibo in the back. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
1: but he exiles Karibo yeah. from the battlefield, and since Karibo not... is possessed, the ghost within it is also exiled.
0: Have we talked about exiling cards before on the no. show? I, I didn't know that was a mechanic. They don't cover it at all here. So... In addition to sending cards to the graveyard, which is essentially like the discard deck, you can banish them, which is one thing. So banishing them removes them from the graveyard to a, a separate discard pile, basically. Yeah. There are certain card effects that can unbanish cards, but it's more rare than bringing them back from the graveyard.
1: Yeah. You, this Exiling, is in Magic too. Right. Uh where exiling is a separate mechanic, especially if you're playing against someone who has like a zombie deck and they can just bring cards back from their graveyard onto the battlefield, right. exiling them makes them so they can't do that. They're just gone.
0: If I'm not mistaken, I think exiling is a second thing. Like exiling a card is like more than banishing them. Like it In is removing yugio. them from play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't find it right now, but I feel like that might be the case, just from what I I remember playing. It's at least more than just like it's sent to the graveyard, herp derp derp. It's it's more serious.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh so
1: Bakura is like, ah, my plan, it's been foiled. Oh, no. Dang it. And so uh, Yes. Merrick starts telepathically bothering Bakura, who tells him. I was trying to off. translate
0: my note. My note is Merrick says get good noob
1: (laughs) and I couldn't remember what I meant by that no Merrick is just like over with the rest of the gang then he just starts telepathically speaking to Bakura and telling him hey your plan is failing you better not mess this up for me
2: and Bakura's just like hey fuck off
1: (laughs) (laughs) go away Uh, I'm busy here
2: it, it must be so gratifying to be like an 18
0: year old kid making fun of a thousand-year-old spirit because it's bad at a children's card game.
1: Yeah, a card game based on, like, actual monsters that, like, in ancient times he, like, summoned for real and was probably, like, using in combat. Like, imagine being an army general and then you wake up a thousand years later trapped in this, like, kid and the kid is making fun of you because you're bad at tanks.
0: (laughs) God, I really want that to be, like, a sequel to American Sniper where uh uh what's it? Who, who is it bradley cooper an american sniper
1: i don't remember yeah
0: we'll say bradley cooper bradley cooper wakes up uh we'll even say 10 years from now and like goes to a bowling alley and there's a sniper game there and he's super bad at it
1: and then some <laughs> I mean, like six even, year old it's he's like not like even super bad at
0: him. it he's He's, like, passable at it, right? And then there's, yeah, this six-year-old shithead there that's like, ah, come (laughs) on, man.
1: Some sticky-mouthed brat who's, like, making fun of him. Um, Yugi then plays Monster Reborn, uh, which we've seen before many times. He summons Bakura's Dark Necrofear, uh, which makes Dark Sanctuary go away.
0: I didn't really understand this one. Apparently, and this is maybe something that I missed in, in the last episode, Dark Necrofear's uh, uh, destruction, the destruction of Dark Necrofear, is what caused Dark Sanctuary to happen?
1: Oh, yeah. it. He had to sacrifice Dark Necrofear or something to bring out Dark Sanctuary.
0: Right. So Yugi explains that it stands to reason... <laughs> That if Dark Necrofear is unsacrificed, then Dark uh, Sanctuary would go away.
1: Sure. Which makes a
0: kind of sense, but I don't know that there's any card that works that way ever. I guess
1: it kind of makes sense from like... A real-world perspective, but, like, in terms of card game mechanics, I don't think that would be a thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Also, it's really funny that, like, you know, you you think of uh, uh, typical, like, fantasy plots, right? Like, ah, we have to go and recover the crystals of light to plunge darkness from the world. And in this case, it's like, I'm going to summon the dark monster to make the dark go away. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, it's you know dark. The necro fear, so the necro fears it. Ah, I the, guess. oh, there it is. the ne- yeah. The
0: necro is afeared of the dark.
1: <laughs> Are you team necro or team fear? Sound off in the comments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag team necro in the chat. Uh, so yeah, so okay, so I guess dark sanctuary is gone, mm-hmm. and the ghost was exiled anyway. So what was the fucking point?
1: Uh, I guess since Dark Sanctuary goes away, Bakura can't play the last
0: card. In oh, because the Dark Spirit Sanctuary board? gives him the uh, the unlimited hand size. Yeah, or the uh, unlimited uh, playing field yeah. size.
1: Yeah. Uh, so now Bakura can't play the last door, the the last card, because either he has to get rid of Dark Door, which is that one full right. slot which would make him immediately get attacked by more than one of Yugi's creatures and defeated, or he plays nothing and just dies slowly.
0: How? how, Like, what is the process for removing a card that you have played on the field? Because I don't know. Is there one? If it's, if it's just a thing that you do, and I, I have granted. I've only played the digital Yu-Gi-Oh games. There has never been an option for doing this. You can't like discard a field spell. Uh, but if it's just like a thing that you can do during your your main phase or whatever, why couldn't he just like discard it as soon as he gets that last letter and then just immediately play that last letter?
1: That's a great question. I don't know. Does he have to Is wait until like
0: after the? after your chance to play cards then like oh okay now it's the end of my turn and i have to discard this thing to set up for my next turn like that doesn't seem like it would be the case well the two options
1: we have here tyler as usual are there's some obscure rules out there defining all of this or the writers are making bullshit up for this episode and i think my money is on the latter
0: a little call A, a little call B. (laughs) Uh, Tristan at this point says, stick a fork in that guy, because he's done. (sighs) Uh, Bakura, not really in response, but kind of in response, says, it's my duel, and I'll cry if I want to.
2: Uh, no, he says, uh, it's my duel, and it's far from over. (laughs) It's my duel, and I want it now. (laughs) Uh, he says
0: that he is... He has now drawn a very good card.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he's not telling you though. He just draws a card and then just laughs an evil laugh. Spoilers. End of the episode.
0: Uh, no peeking. But it's a good card. You should trust me. It's a good card.
1: Oh, you're you're this, this is this card I just drew you guys. Oh man, when you see this card I have, it's going to blow your freaking minds. You're going to be crying and screaming and peeing yourself, Yugi. You, you can't believe this how good this card is that I just drew. You'd better give up right now.
0: As great as it is, I think one of the big shortcomings of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links is that it doesn't allow for voice chat.
1: <laughs> so you can't just, like, yell what your cards do as you're playing them or, like, their special moves?
0: No, just... This would be me the whole time with my shit cards drawing and being like, ah,
2: ha, ha. I have just drawn the card that will spell your doom. You'll can just you have imagine, to wait and see what it is. Can
1: you imagine if in actual Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments you had to role play as like, Yu-Gi-Oh characters and just like Fuck spend yeah, your dude. whole time yelling at the top of your lungs about how good these cards are? And every time you well, attacked, me... you would have to yell out, like, "What? what was the fire flame attack or something? Which no, one are you talking no, about? Oh, no. I was thinking of Noxious Nostril Gust. Remember Noxious <laughs> <Yeah>. Nostril Gust? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you played a card in attack position, you would have to yell out their, like, custom attack name.
0: I mean, the the speed, what are they called? Speed duel decks that are out now? Like, the, the actual decks that are meant to replicate what they do in Duel Links, those have character cards in them. Like, you have character-specific powers. So you're kind of supposed to role-play a little bit.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine going to uh, a tournament and there's some guy like dressed as Weevil Underword and he does just the Weevil voice the whole time?
0: That's the world I want to live in. <laughs> that would get me to go to Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. That would be
1: a much better world than the one we live in.
0: Okay, Jimmy. Tell me right here and now. If you had to cosplay and fully role play, full you you are you are completely in character for the entire tournament. What character would you? Uh, I feel like, would
3: like
1: I would have to be but because his is the only voice I can do real well.
0: You do do it very well.
1: <laughs> also, his clothes are pretty straightforward, just like that blue striped shirt and then like a big chunky vest. Yeah, and then I'd have to like get that. like a costume wig that has like dreads or like like spiky dreads because his hair is just like long and spiky. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I feel like he'd be pretty easy to cosplay. Who would you choose? <sighs> so don't say first... my Valentine.
2: No, 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 no,
0: no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have the legs for it. Uh, at first, I was thinking. Well, either, like, Yami Bakura
2: or Kaiba, just so I can do the voice, Mm -hmm. but it's honor.
0: Uh, But then I was thinking, you know, it would be really fun if we're going deep in character for the whole tournament.
2: Uh, What if I just played
0: Maximilian Pegasus you gave Oh, my God. (laughs) Ah, yes, allow me to pour another glass of Chateau Pegasus.
2: Ah, I'm just going to sit
0: here and read my funny books whilst you take your turn, Yugi boy.
1: Excuse me, bartender. Might I have a packet of crisps?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The only downside would be uh, I wouldn't be able to wear my glasses, and I would have to wear some sort of, like, millennium eye patch. (laughs) The, The struggle is real. The struggle is real. Um... That or well No, I I do Pegasus. I was gonna say Bones, because Bones is the best. Uh but you know, Pegasus just for the excuse to drink wine for the whole tournament. Pardon me, pardon me. <laughs> grape old juice. grape juice. Yeah.
1: It's actually very easy to cosplay as bones. You just don't show up.
2: Oh no! <laughs> Jimmy. Oh,
0: Hashtag justice for bones.
1: Hashtag justice for bones. Tyler, what is your best?
0: Ooh, I get to go first. Uh i I'm a big fan of hidden choice mechanics, uh, such as rock, paper, scissors, such as the prisoner's dilemma. Uh, even though they weren't used super well in this episode, I think the the fact that we even brought it up as like an idea that Yugi had to think about was really, really like cool to see. mmm how about your best?
1: Uh my best is for once their life points are actually going up and down and it's not just like one person winning and then one person losing the whole time. They like they go up and down and it's like actual cut and thrust like a sporting match cuz we were yeah. predicting last episode that it was just going to be two episodes of Bakura at like 200 life points barely hanging on right and whittling Yugi down but this is much more interesting.
0: Yeah, you get you get a little bit of Perry repost back and forth sort of thing some actual
1: stakes yeah i thought that was good
0: yeah i agree uh how about your worst
1: dark sanctuary is clearly just one of those bullshit cards made up for just this episode and that is just like a swiss army knife for doing whatever the hell you want it's like polymerization um (laughs) right (laughs) except not as good or interesting um because I looked up what Dark Sanctuary actually does, and it does not nearly any of these things.
0: What does it actually do?
1: Um let me look it up again. Dark Sanctuary As I
0: Googled Dark Sanctuary. Oh good. The first thing is a Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Uh oh that's right. I looked it up. It's a band. Dark Sanctuary.
1: Um okay. It has uh, a very dense yeah. card text.
0: Woofa doofa. Yeah, this is a, a one act play on this card.
1: Uh, do you want to read it? You want me to read it? Yeah, basically it lets you play Spirit Message. But, if a Spirit Message card would be placed on your field with Destiny Board, you can special summon it as a normal monster instead. And if you do, it is unaffected by card effects except Destiny Board and cannot be targeted for attacks, but does not prevent your opponent from attacking you directly. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, toss a coin... If the result is heads, negate the attack, and if you do, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the current attack of that monster your opponent controls. So it doesn't oh. drain life points. Uh, its attack thing only happens 50% of the time.
0: Yeah. I, well, and and you don't... It's not like you're picking... Like yeah ah yes the dark magician girl is the one that's
2: possessed you don't this get time to,
1: you don't even get to pick which ghost which of your opponent's creatures is being possessed it's you nerfed. Just flip a coin yeah it's hella nerfed huh.
0: I kind of prefer this version of the card though like this makes actual sense in terms of I am sitting here playing a card game with you another human yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just gonna sit and pretend like, oh, sorry, that was the possessed one the whole time.
1: Yeah, that's not a thing.
0: My worst was really similar. My worst was just like, this duel would have been so much more satisfying if either of them used any cards that we'd ever seen before.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, besides like monsters that we've seen before. Yeah, yeah
0: like Dark Magician Girl, Kariba, Big uh, Shield Gardener, Gamma, all those, fine. But the the heavy hitters of this duel were Dark Sanctuary, um, what's the one that Yugi played? The oh, Collected Power, collected power. Uh, Exile of the Wicked, like, all of these things were, like you said, clearly just written for this episode.
1: Yeah.
2: And which is fine.
0: Agree. Like, it's okay that they write cards specifically for an episode, or they write an episode specifically for a card, which either way it goes but like i don't know like foreshadowing is a common thing that you do for a reason
1: yeah it'd be nice if we got to see yugi play cards that he's used before but in novel ways like unexpected right. mechanics
0: like if we had seen uh not even a dark sanctuary but a sanctuary card previously like call it call it i guess just sanctuary call it dusk sanctuary right Mm. where it's sort of the same thing it's like a similar concept but it's not nearly as strong so that when bakura shows up and plays dark sanctuary you're like wait a second that sounds like that other card oh shit this is the evil version
1: this is way worse yeah
0: as opposed to just like oh it's scary i guess this is a blastoise
1: version of the squirtle we've seen before Yes, exactly,
0: exactly. That would have been much more satisfying. Do you want to talk about part three? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Dark Spirit Revealed, colon, Yugi versus Pakura, colon, part three. The translated title is maybe my favorite so far.
1: This is incredible.
0: The translated title is Smash the Darkness,
2: M-God Attacks. Oh,
1: yikes. Now you fucked Uh, up. Now you fucked up. <laughs> now you fucked up.
0: You are fucked up now. Listen to your woman, John. Uh that's a very good skit. Anyone who hasn't seen it. Is that Whitest Kids You Know? That's Whitest Kids You Know. I don't know. Yeah, it's Whitest Kids You Know, it's uh the Lincoln assassination. Anyway, uh the summary of this episode is Yugi finally overcomes Yami Bakura's tactics when he summons Slifer the Sky Dragon, but Merrick plots to make him face a difficult decision when he persuades Yami Bakura to release control of a badly injured Bakura. Would Yami Yugi rather save the world or risk harming a friend? However, Yami Bakura decides not to take the risk since he needs Bakura in good health because Bakura is the holder of the Millennium Ring and the host for Yami Bakura's spirit. (laughs) This is the longest summary.
1: This is a ridiculous (laughs) summary.
0: Uh, as a result, Yami Bakura regains control, much to Merrick's shock, which allows Yami, Yami Yugi to follow through with his attack and win the duel, once again leaving the good Bakura in a coma. While taking care of Bakura, Yugi and Joey realize his Millennium Ring is missing. Wow. Jesus pleases, that is the longest summary. That's maybe longer than the script. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh,
0: The script starts, the actual episode starts... Uh, did you write down the name of this card? Bakura summons a card that I wrote down as cultural appropriation and attack mode. <laughs>
1: uh, according to the subtitles, it was Jougan the Spiritualist.
0: Yes, which is just a Shinto monk.
1: Yep. Um, and that's a card uh, that Bakura got all hyped up about last episode. Um, oh,
0: this is that card? This
1: is that card. Uh, and he's so okay. hyped up about it because it can destroy... When it's summoned, it can destroy all special summoned monsters, allowing him to destroy Dark Necrofear, which was brought back with Monster Reborn. Uh, Correct, which is a special summon as opposed to a
0: normal summon, which is from your hand. Mm
1: -hmm. Returning Dark Sanctuary to the field and allowing him (laughs) to play the last letter on the spirit board.
0: Light goes on, light goes off. Light goes on, light goes off. Yep. The colors of infinity inside an empty glass. Uh, yeah, so Dark Necrofear comes back. Pardon me, Dark Sanctuary comes back.
1: Dark Necrofear goes away.
0: Right. So
1: many dark things.
0: There are too many. <laughs> and the fact that it's Yami Bakura and Yami Yugi and Yami just means dark. Yeah. Like, there's too much dark happening in this episode.
1: <laughs> dark, dark, and the dark, darks.
0: It's like... um. You know that episode in Parks and Rec where they're planning the, um, spoilers, sorry, they're planning the Little Sebastian Memorial?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Jean-Ralphio comes up to Tom Haverford and he's like, hey Tom, which which black do you want for the ribbon? And he holds up a board and it's got like six different black ribbons and Jerry's <laughs> there and Jerry's like, those are all the same black. And Tom's like, please, Onyx, Slate, Midnight, black hole
1: (laughs) I just thought of um, playing Monster Reborn to re-summon Little Sebastian in attack mode
0: (laughs) (laughs) Little Sebastian I I think if Little Sebastian were a Yu-Gi-Oh! card he would have some of those things like cannot be targeted by battle, cannot be targeted by card effects cannot be etc 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 and he has like I don't know a hundred attack points. Yeah,
1: everyone loves little Sebastian.
0: <laughs> uh, uh Jaugan the Spir- Jesus, Jaugen the spiritualist. Fuck me. Uh, destroys dark necrofear. Dark sanctuary comes back. Joey responds by saying, "No way." My response by saying, "Way."
1: <laughs> oh no, way, my friend, way.
0: <laughs> uh, it's back joey's freaking out my says snap out of it chicken boy and uh i mean to be fair yeah,
1: i'd be freaked out too if i looked up in the sky and it was full of eyeballs and mouths it's kind of a
0: spooky effect I, I didn't notice this until the second time dark uh, sanctuary came out the eyes so it's eyes and mouths yeah. that are floating around right which is spooky but they're photorealistic eyes and mouths, like photorealistic oh, for yeah. us.
1: For us, the people watching this. the they're people not in the show. Eyes.
0: Yeah, the people in the show do not have photorealistic eyes and mouths. So, is it spookier for them because they're photorealistic? That's a great or question. Or is it, is it just weird because they're like <laughs> that doesn't look like any eye I've, I've ever seen.
1: Wow, that's a weird looking eye up there.
0: Why is that eye so small? <laughs> That's not anime at all. I mean, I mean, real human.
1: Why is it? Is this so their small? anime? Whoa! Makes you think. Really makes you think.
0: Um. So yeah. So uh, what else happens? Bakura plays uh, a card face down. Ends his turn. Uh, and because Dark Sanctuary is back, the Dark Sanctuary Ghost is back in play. Before Yugi takes his turn. Bakura reveals that his face down card is Dark Spirit of the Silent again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't matter which card of Yugi's attacks, it will either be the cursed card or he'll play Dark Spirit of the Silent so that that card can attack and the cursed card the the possessed card has to t- attack instead. Yeah.
1: So either he attacks and just dies from his possessed monster. Or he doesn't attack, but Bakura is just going to play the last letter on the spirit board next turn anyway, and also win.
0: Right, because he played the the A at the end of the last episode. Finna played the A. <laughs> That's the word. Uh, so so they go back and forth a little bit, like they do some more of that that posturing, you know. There's one really good line in here where Bakura says, like, you can't win, Yugi. And Duke goes, I think he's right. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Duke. And this is the second time they have that conversation where uh, Joey now is like, no, Duke, to be a good friend, we have to be there for Yugi. Come on, Yugi, you can do it. And then they all, like, force themselves to cheer again.
1: Yeah. It's super forced.
0: Maya's a really good line here, though. Uh, she says, "Pull the sheet off this ghost." <laughs> is that a
1: is that a um, Scooby Doo joke? I think so. That sounds like a Scooby Doo joke. It feels joke. like it.
0: The whole, I don't know. Anytime, anytime the show does anything like scary, it veers very quickly into Scooby Doo territory, and I don't know how conscious that is.
1: Hmm. Maybe it's a, just a side effect of localization.
0: I, that's probably accurate. Uh, meanwhile, Yugi and Yami Yugi have sort of a mental huddle about what to do next. Uh, they, they have a scrum.
1: <laughs> like, okay, there's only one card we can play uh, that will let us win, but it might be too powerful and too dangerous to play.
0: I'm amazed they didn't have any like close-up shots of Kaiba while they were having this conversation. Because this is the exact same thing that Kaiba's been saying this entire... Arc.
1: Yeah, he is horny to see some Egyptian god cards. I want to see that
0: dragon! Uh, And they decide that the heart of the cards will guide them.
1: Yeah, they need to trust in themselves and trust in the heart of the cards and in destiny. And show enough, um, they draw a card, and you can tell it's an Egyptian god card because just drawing Slifer is enough to cause real, actual lightning to form and strike the blimp they're on.
2: <laughs> don't... lightning! Real lightning!
1: Maybe don't do
0: that! You're on a blimp! Yeah, you know, I, I was wondering about this, and this just goes back to, like, how real is the simulation, right? Like, is it the hologram, and that's why the blimp is unaffected? Is it just a very well-constructed blimp? Is there a lightning rod somewhere? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sure enough, he he drew and is going to play Slifer the Sky Dragon. Uh, because the heart of the card said heart of cards, heart cards, that's what he would draw. There is an anime as hell summoning sequence. Oh for yeah, the Sky this Dragon. is like. Do you want to talk about this? This sequence is
1: like. Uh, magical girl transformation, except instead of transforming, yes. it's
0: summoning this monster. It is, it is, what if, okay, it's not exactly this, but it reminded me of what if there was an anime girl transformation for like me waking up in the morning where <laughs> yeah. it's like sparkles and rainbows and lightning and tw- twirling around, and then this thing that comes out of it is
2: just like.
1: Blah. <laughs> Yeah, you do all this, like, crazy posing and then just, like, start hovering out of bed. And then, like, your bed falls away and then, like, all your clothes go. And then there's, like, close-up shots of, like, your t-shirt just going on.
0: <laughs> and then it, and then at the end of it, it's just, like, my fat ass and my boxer is, like,
2: scratching my belly.
0: Because <laughs> it's just this, like, it's this massive, like, unknowable geometry of a monster.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Yugi has to sacrifice all three of his monsters to do so. And so they show up one by one and, like, turn into, like, energy to go flying into the card he's holding. And then, like, the energy comes back out and it forms the card for Slifer. And then there's just, like, a monstrous explosion. Um, And then, like, Slifer emerges and, like, we get shots of, like, far off of the blimp is, like his wings emerge and, like, curve around the side of the blimp, and, like, his tail comes down and starts winding around the blimp. And the, um...
0: It's The, like, the tail does, like, a full corkscrew yeah, around the blimp. The, it's
1: really long. It fully, like, enwraps the blimp, like an anaconda eating a pig or something. <laughs> yeah, it and is that. And then it's, like, in Tron, where, like, the, the initial model gets loaded in, and then, like, the colors get loaded in. He's his yeah. resin. Slifer reses into existence, and like yeah. there's this like shimmer of rainbow colors as like the the textures are loaded onto the
3: model.
0: So I mean, really, the the Egyptian god cards really do break the simulation in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, like it takes these otherwise state of the art, like ahead of state of the art hologram machines that presumably even have these models like loaded. It takes them a bit to catch up.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, uh, they're straining, too, because they have to project this hologram all around the blimp that they're mounted on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. How is it doing that, by the way? Because they, they explicitly say, like, oh, yeah, the hologram projectors are pointed at the arena. Yeah. And nothing else. And
1: earlier, when they when we saw um, Dark Sanctuary come out, um, all the wide shots just had it around the battlefield. Like, you could still see the blimp with just this, like, right. little cloud on top. But now... I guess that's the power of these, like, actual Egyptian gods trapped in these cards, is that, like, through the hologram emitters, they're, like, emerging into the real world. Magic is well, the answer.
0: <laughs> I was I was going to say, God works in mysterious ways. Uh, So, Ishizu also has a scene here, lest she be forgotten, Ishizu Ishtar, also uh, reminds us that she's there.
2: Yeah, Uh, She looks out her
1: little porthole and she sees the coils of God wrapped around the blimp and she's like yeah I knew this was gonna happen
0: Yeah that's basically her whole line like ah yes as, as the prophecy foretold the pharaoh will play Sly for the Sky Dragon now he has to save the world still
1: And so Bakura's up there And he sees this Egyptian god card emerge, and he's like, oh crap, oh frick, oh heck. And then Kaiba's sitting (laughs) over to the side like, oh hell yes, this is a part. (laughs) Here we frickin' go.
0: Uh, Merrick uh, uh, sort of uh, telepathically catches Bakura up on how Slifer works, specifically that its attack is based on the number of cards in Yugi's hand. Uh, It's it's the number of cards times a thousand is the number of attack points that it has. So right now Yugi has three cards in his hand, so it has three thousand attack so Bakura's fucked.
1: Yep, sorry, Bakura, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll watch this." And he tries to send the the ghost of the the the, the possessive ghost to try and possess Slifer, but as you might possessi, guess, the ghost it tries to possess Slifer, but it doesn't work because Slifer is just too powerful. You can't possess a god. That's just come on. Did you think that was that's gonna just work? crazy talk? I mean. In an actual card game, yes, that would work, but not here.
0: In, in a game where you can uh, uh, cut down the moon and, uh, uh, you know, tri- polymorph yourself with playing cards, uh, no, you can't possess God. Uh, but, similar to your presidential candidate, Elizabeth Warren, Merrick has a plan. <laughs> uh, and someone interrupts the duel. Who should it be but... Odion, who remember everyone thinks is Merrick yep. because that's how he's been introducing himself. Get
1: your Odion!
0: Uh, Odeon is carrying the Millennium Rod, and he steps out onto the the dueling arena. And Joey initially, like, really, just wants to like have a go at him, right? Like, he's like, "Oh, hey, like, get out into the duel! I'm gonna, I'm gonna clock you! I'm gonna deck you!" And uh, Mokuba tries to pull his Battle Commissioner card. He. he yells feebly from the sidelines hey "Hey, you're not supposed to do that get
1: off the field
0: uh and odeon reveals reveals quote-unquote he tells everyone that he merrick definitely absolutely merrick is mind controlling bakura and the spirit inside the millennium ring using the power of his millennium rod
1: and he's like behold my powers
0: and he raises the, the rod to the sky and unfreaky Friday's Bakura, I guess. And good Bakura is back. Hooray.
1: We thought he was dead.
0: We, we did think he was dead. He might as well be, yeah. honestly. He instantly like doubles over because he's in so much pain because he was in the hospital like 24 hours ago. Yeah. Uh the only his arm is still been, like, broken, I think.
1: The only reason he's been walking around is because like the ghost is forcing him to like walk around and use his body.
0: Like a like a meat puppet.
1: Yep. Um so bad Kura's gone. Good Kura is back. Hey, didn't know you were still in there.
0: And Good Kura is so weak that losing this children's card game would be enough <laughs> to kill him
1: yeah odeon's like if you attack this shrimpy british lad with slifer the sky dragon an actual god uh the attack will be so powerful that it will literally kill him so that's your choice Yugi. either you forfeit or you kill your friend here through this card game
0: <laughs> and and everyone seems to have opinions about this everyone does. Bakura, Bakura is like, I don't feel too good, Mr. Yugi.
1: Bakura like keels over and he's like, Oh, please help me. I must lie down on a fainting couch. I have the vapors. Oh
3: Yugi, please take me
0: to the countryside manor before I die of consumption. We have now we have now brought this episode around to feeble English people. Uh <laughs> meanwhile, the referee keeps reminding Yugi like every thirty sec like less than thirty seconds, every every fifteen seconds. By the way, Yugi, if you don't beat him, you forfeit. Yeah. And,
1: Yugi's and like, Kaiba, Yugi's ready to like jump onto the field and go like help Bakura up, and he's like, "Oh, hey, don't do that. If you get close to Bakura, you forfeit."
0: Right. You can't. You can't do nothing, and you can't help him. And Kaiba is on the sidelines, just being like, "Mortal Kombat! <laughs> yeah. God, just kill him already.
2: Finish him.
0: Uh. Yeah. And oh, and and meanwhile, Joey is like, "I'm gonna." I'm going to punch Merrick. Yeah. <laughs> that's his whole, that's all he can, he can really contribute. Uh, So we hem and haw for a bit.
1: The referee is like, okay guys, come on, we have to finish this duel here. Just someone do something already.
0: <laughs> it's fucking freezing up here. We've been up here for three episodes. We need to get a move on so I can go back and get some hot chocolate. Uh, At the last second, when it looks like, well, what what does it look like to you? Like Yugi is going to do? I feel I think like leave it purposely ambiguous.
1: I feel like Yugi is Yugi is conflicted, but I think he's going to. It looks like Yugi is going to step down and forfeit, so he doesn't have to like kill Bakura. Because this is the same thing we've yeah. seen before, when um, in that duel with Kaiba in season one, where he was like, "I'm going to stand on the edge of this platform here, and if you duel me and win, I'll just die."
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you can't beat him, uh, make p- 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 put yourself in harm's way. I guess is, yeah. is the motto here. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of also feel like Yugi was gonna surrender, which is shitty. And like, if Yugi had waited a turn, like, say he summoned. Like say he had another karibo in his hand, right? Yeah. If he summoned another karibo and attacked with that, would that have been better?
1: Yeah. He could have just waited. Well, he couldn't because Bakura would have just won the next turn. Maybe not Good Kurra. I don't think Good Kurra would have done anything because he's too weak and had no idea what's going on.
0: Right. Like I guess I guess Yugi had to know on some in some respect, that like it was now or never. Why didn't right? he just
1: ask Bakura to forfeit the duel he was in? He would have. He, yeah. He, if why I did, was like do that? about to pass out and like physically injured, and then I woke up and I was in like a game of Smash Brothers with you, and you're like, hey, can you just like jump off the edge in Smash Brothers for me and then I'll get you to a hospital? I'd be like,
0: yeah, of course. And it's not like, and it's not like, forfeiting a a duel monster's duel is difficult. Like, you put your hand on the deck and that's it. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, why didn't he do that? Why didn't he do that? Now I'm mad. So at the last possible second, what actually happens is Yami Bakura chickens out N- he needs Bakura's body still. Yeah. He needs, still, a, he needs a physical host.
1: The Millennium Ring is still bonded to Bakura, and so he's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I need this guy, this kid. He's got my, my soul attached to him. So even right. if he loses, I'll still have this body I can use.
0: So he jumps back in. Yeah,
1: he jumps back in, and he's like, ha, ha, I'm back. Do it, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does. He does. And... Yugi has Slifer attack Bakura directly, yeah, you're like, what? there's lightning everywhere. It's Bakura right? again.
1: Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're sharing the same body, so I'm not sure why, what the difference is between...
0: He ex- he explains it later. <laughs> he does.
1: It's, it's, it's a not a good explanation, a but he explains it. It's a stupid explanation, but okay.
0: Uh, uh, and yet again, Bakura is put into a coma because <laughs> of this goddamn card game. Oh! <laughs>
1: Gotta stop doing that.
0: Gotta stop doing that. Uh, Yugi wins.
1: Slifer is hit by... Uh, Bakura hits Slifer... No, Slifer hits Bakura with Hyper Beam. Uh,
0: but <laughs> I was gonna say, Bakura hits Slifer, wow.
1: <laughs> Punch that dragon. Uh, Bakura laughs maniacally and just passes out.
0: Bump, bump, uh... I meant to do this. And... Do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, oh, as soon as he passes out, I was trying to figure out... I, I wrote down, Yugi and Co. tries crowd surfing. They try crowd surfing Bakura, specifically. They all gather around him, lift yeah. him up. Uh, who gives him a piggyback ride? <laughs> Tristan. Tristan gives they him a piggyback like ride. They don't, pick him
1: up. They just, like, put, put him onto Tristan's
0: back. And they carry him to, uh, I guess... Not a hospital, right? No. They're still in the blimp. It
1: just, yeah, it's just like another suite in the blimp.
0: So they get him there. He's lying down. Yugi uh, stops to contemplate the nature of Venom, I mean, the Millennium Items, and uh, does that whole thing where he's like. Ah, Bakura's just like me. There's a spirit in his Millennium Item, and that one's bad. But the spirit in my Millennium Item is good, and it's my friend. And
1: yeah, that's our, that's the difference between go. us. Spirit, you're my buddy. We believe in each what? other.
0: Friendship powers. How how big of a fucking twist would it be if at this point, like the end of this episode, Yami Yami Yugi. Mm-hmm. The Pharaoh. Not in a conversation with anyone else, but just like in the the void of the Millennium puzzle, we get a shot that slowly like trucks in and Yami Yugi looks at the camera, like ba- barrels the camera and goes, <laughs> <laughs> and like that would be an suddenly, amazing twist. Wouldn't that be great? Suddenly, oh, there's a hint of. Of the spirit who is our friend, still being a five thousand year old asshole who just wants power like everyone else.
1: That'd be an amazing twist, but that's not what. Happened. I mean, that's
0: not what happens. No. They are
1: they're just straight up buddies, friendship.
0: Uh, we do we do get a twist here though that I really enjoy. So, uh, they they. They touch on the whole, like, uh, you beat Bakura, so, like, you get his rarest card or whatever. And Yugi, the referee, is
1: like, hey, hold up, this is Battle City. So before you take your friend to get medical attention, uh, you should just, like, go through his deck and take his best card. That, because it's it's still Battle City.
0: That's your prize. And Yugi's like, no, Bakura's been through enough. (laughs) But, but, it's not. They're also not Bakura's cards. Yeah. Like, he definitely stole those within the last 24 hours yeah,
1: Bakura while being possessed. That's not Bakura's deck. Bakura doesn't care. Good Kura doesn't care. That's bad Kura's right. deck that he got specifically for this tournament. Go ahead and take right. it. Who cares? Come
0: he on. could, he, for all Yugi knows, well, Yugi wouldn't know, but for all we know, Yugi could get like one of Bones' old cards Yeah, out of that exchange.
1: Or Dark so, Sanctuary, or something good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So they all are like in this suite, and Yugi is sort of recapping what just happened, uh, and he explains that the reason that he attacked, this is the dumbest shit, the reason that he did attack is that the spirit of the Millennium Ring re-entered Bakura and acted as a buffer. It gave his body the strength that it needed to withstand the final attack.
1: I mean... That is how he's been, like, upright and walking around this whole time.
3: I guess. I guess,
0: but in that that scene, as soon as the spirit leaves the body, Bakura is like, ah, fuck my arm. (laughs) Yeah. It's still broken.
1: (laughs) He just immediately crumples. He hits the deck.
0: Damage is still done to the physical form. (laughs) The boy's still in a coma.
1: Yeah, you didn't just laser this child with God
0: right like evil spirit or no the damage is done my friend
1: it's like the spirit is like acting as like armor or something where the i guess the attack goes through but it like hits the armor and breaks the armor and like it doesn't go through all the way i don't know
0: it's still done we'll we'll say that it's that yeah. I, I don't have a lot of faith in that i think i think bakura would have ended up in a coma either way yeah uh, the the one question that nobody really brings up except for Taya is why did Merrick intervene? Like, what? why does Merrick give a fuck about Bakura?
1: Yeah. He,
0: and everyone kind of just goes, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah Odion just, like, stepped onto the plate for one thing and then just
0: left. Because we don't like see clearly, him again. Right. And everyone's kinda like, well, he clearly didn't want Yugi to win. But does that mean that Bakura like the that Bakura is working with Merrick? No, because then Because like Yugi still won, right? So if he really didn't want Yugi to win, something more would have happened, but like what's going on? Nobody really knows. So the gang heads out. Tay offers to stay and watch Bakura, who's in a coma. Like,
2: what, yeah. what watching does he need?
0: He's not going anywhere. Uh, and so, <laughs> so a couple things happen. First thing that I notice is, as everyone gets up to leave, Yugi and Tay are sitting on chairs next to Bakura's bed. Yeah. Yugi stands up, and remains at the same height that he was at while sitting. <laughs>
1: He's just a little boy.
0: Tristan is standing immediately behind him. And for this entire moment, Yugi comes up to Tristan's waist.
1: <laughs> There's no real Either. like... When they draw Yugi, they... the animators have a difficult time keeping him the same height. His height varies wildly.
2: Yes. Yes, it does. I mean, obviously, he changes in between this regard.
1: Yugi and Yami Yugi. Right. But sometimes he's like knee high to a grasshopper.
2: Right.
0: Right. Or or everyone else just gets taller. Who knows?
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who can say? Uh, so the gang all leaves.
1: Yugi is like, I'm and... so tired of evil
0: spirits, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as they're leaving, Yugi's like, wait a second. Where'd the Millennium Ring go? He's not wearing it anymore. Huh. And everyone's like, oh, huh, weird. Tristan says, that thing seems to come and go all the time without any explanation, which is accurate.
1: (laughs) What happened to it? I don't know. Can't be important, though. Well, let's go. Who
0: knows? Joey thinks that it got uh, blown off in the blast, which, again, is like, okay, how real is this, actually?
1: Well, I think when... Uh, like, at the end, when they're still up on the, the platform, we see it, like, off in a corner somewhere.
0: Yeah, we do get a... We get, like, a silhouette of it in the laser blast. So, yeah. it is it's it is sort of implied that it gets blown somewhere. It's somewhere. In uh, like, but, so, they leave.
1: They're like, huh, who knows?
0: All right. It can't be important. So, they leave. <laughs> we zoom in on Taya. And Taya, from her lap, lifts... What else but the Millennium Ring?
1: And her pupils dilate and, like, vanish. And she smiles. And she laughs evilly.
0: (laughs) It's so weird because it's at first it is the Bakura evil laugh. But then you hear Taya in Taya's voice doing an evil laugh. And that is maybe the most unsettling thing.
1: Yami Taya. Yami Taya. Yami Taya.
0: Uh, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of this three-parter, Jimmy. Uh, what was your What was your best part of this episode? Uh,
1: my best part was Bad Kura finally screwing over Merrick just to keep his body that his Millennium Ring is on. Uh, that's an evil betrayal I've been waiting for. I knew was, these guys weren't going to work for each other for very long. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I really like that. Uh, that idea of like. uh... Oh sure, yeah, I'll go along with your plan. Uh, except fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I I I actually I changed my mind. I, I want this body. That
1: was good. Yeah, I I need that. No, screw your screw your plan. Give me that. I need. I'll just be yeah. back later. They'll knock me out. <laughs> I'll just I'll just. Come boy by. was on loan. Yeah. <laughs> um. Second place, best. Uh. Ceiling. Slifer's full power, and him emerging was really cool.
0: Yeah, Slifer's really good. I, I I feel like out of the Egyptian God cards, Slifer is probably my favorite. Like uh Obelisk is fine, but he's kind of just a a big beefy boy that punches. Yeah, big boy. Wing Dragon of Ra we haven't really seen yet. I don't remember it being that cool.
1: No. We'll see. Yeah, Sl- I like Slifer's like dual stacked mouths. It's very weird yeah. and alien.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's very Egyptian god E. Sure. Egyptian Gotti?
2: <laughs> it's me, Egyptian gotti. <laughs> I'm omnipotent uh, over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your best? Uh my best, I mean, it was kind of similar. It was another twist. Yami uh, Yamitea, I think is is a really great twist here. I, I like the idea of we are gonna see more of the sort of core gang dealing with Millennium items. Like, we're gonna we're gonna get to see spirits taking over more people from the original group. Yeah. I'm, and I hope that we get to see Taya be real evil. I want to see genuine
1: possessed Taya, because that'll be pretty good. Because she's been brainwashed before, but that's not the same as, like, having evil spirit.
0: Right, exactly. This, this'll this be seeing Taya act with actual malevolence.
1: Yeah. And we got robbed of that when Joey got the Millennium puzzle because i thought
2: right it implied it that he like
1: yeah it implied that he was going to like become bonded with the spirit at least for a little bit and i wanted to see what yami joey would look like so hopefully we get to see yami teya
0: yeah well we'll see we'll see uh, how about your worst
1: uh <laughs> Yugi needed to take a card from bakura's deck it's not even bakura's deck it's just this right. this villain who, like, stole all these cards from a bunch of kids. Uh, so Yeah, it, it is
0: it is a villain's deck, yeah.
1: is the thing. Good Kura has not seen any of these cards before in his life. He has no attachment to them. The idea that he would be upset that Yugi would take some of his cards would, is just... It's stupid. Come on. <laughs> Get some good cards for your deck. Yeah. What's your worst?
0: Can we... <sighs> Can we just decide once and for all? Does attacking someone's life points actually deal physical harm to them?
1: I feel like in a duel, it's mostly dealing like psychic damage or force damage, which is why we see people collapse after getting attacked, or they like shield themselves.
0: I guess, but like, how does a hologram do that?
1: Energy drain. I don't know.
0: Like, wait, like, like it's draining energy from the duelists?
1: From their life points?
0: Is that how the hologram is powered? Ugh. Are they Are they duelist batteries?
1: <coughs> That's frightening. I don't like this anymore. The rules for actual damage in duels is very vague and unsatisfying. So I agree. That is
2: pretty bad.
0: That's not my favorite. And, and like, and that was the whole, that's what the whole betrayal thing hinged on was like,
2: ah, uh, if you deal damage to this small child without an evil spirit in him, it will kill him. But if you deal damage to this small child with an evil spirit in him, it will merely put him in a coma. <laughs> Much better, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> right. Like, what the, like
0: let's, just, let's just pick. Let's just pick. What is it going to do?
1: it does deal with anyway yeah
0: so that is the end of the episode uh do you want to touch the 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 chart yeah, do you want right. to this suckers. this sucker real quick
1: uh first one uh had all the dank dark <laughs> i almost said dank sanctuary <laughs> dank sanctuary <laughs> uh, i feel this sanctuary is ripping <laughs> so much of the uh part 2 was just bullshit that they made up so I would yeah. give it, as much as they it hinged on card game mechanics, it was all made up for the episode, so I can't give it a good score.
0: No, I want to give it, like, a negative three.
1: Yeah. They tried, but in the wrong ways.
0: Yeah, like, the the shit that they made up, it stuck to its own... Mythology, right? Like, but it's still just made up. It has no reflection on the actual card game.
2: Yeah,
1: we're in full uh, stabbing about, the moon territory.
0: Yeah. How about plot?
1: Plot? Nothing really happened plot wise in the second one. Uh, nothing yeah. terribly bad happened. Um, it was just nothing a, really
0: happened until the third. Yeah,
1: it was just a duel centric episode so maybe like a one or a zero
0: i was gonna say one
1: yeah it's not it's not not nothing it's not nothing it advanced not it's not nothing yeah um anyway on to the next one
0: yeah so uh oh or was that was that just for part two i was that thinking was part two for the for the okay so for, for part three
1: then combined
0: that's what i was thinking Okay. But what were you What were you going to say? How does it change for part three?
1: Now, I was going to say for part three, um, the card game mechanics aren't bad because it's mostly just Slifer doing stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's okay. Fine. It's fine. Maybe
0: a two. Yeah. And then plot. Yeah. I mean, this is where the actual plot this happens. This is where
1: the actual plot happens. So I thought the plot was pretty good. It was alright. Like a like a three. Like a two. Two or three.
0: Okay, like a three. Yeah. So averaging all that out then, I think this arc as a whole ends up being like a zero <laughs> zero. Cause the first episode was so nothing.
1: The balance. Perfectly balanced as all things should be.
0: Jesus. Alright. I'm okay with that, uh, but also I don't yeah.
1: I'm not terribly attached. I don't really care.
0: Yeah, i think you could skip this one. I realized actually, uh so this is I think the last duel in this season that uh the video game actually has. The the duel Really <sighs> What is it even called? The game that I started playing, the Yu Gi Oh game Switch? on the Switch. You could tell how much I liked this Legends game. Legends Yu Gi Oh Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution. Of the Duelist uh yeah it skips straight from this duel to the next season
1: wow well i guess how how far through this season are we i guess that doesn't
0: Uh, oh pardon me it skips from this to the start of season four
1: really it just bypasses three entirely
0: it seems that way
1: oh boy we are in for some real nothings huh
0: who boy. Yep. Uh so that's that's that episode. Um let's move on.
1: Let's move on, please.
0: Uh to something much more interesting. Uh my glorious partner Lauren has joined us in the studio.
4: Hi. Hi
2: Lauren.
0: I just keep coming up with the new adjectives. For you. <laughs> I know. I hope That's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh Lauren has joined us for a little game that we like to call Yu-Gi-Oh or not? Not. In this show, in this part of the show, rather, uh, we give Lauren six things. I mean, it's
4: pretty much its own show at this point.
0: It's the show within a show. Uh, We give Lauren six things that sound like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Three of them are Yu-Gi-Oh cards and three of them are not. And it's up to Lauren to determine which are which. Now, Lauren is on a hot streak.
4: Oh, No see where we're just gonna jinx it by talking about it too much
0: so the last two episodes lauren played a perfect game each time and those were both uh lists that i came up with uh that i thought would stump her but clearly did not (laughs) so i reached out to our community of
4: my areas of expertise blimps and guy fietti so
0: so i guess i kind of gave you that one Uh, so I, I I asked for audience submissions. Jimmy, you have also written some that we are going to get to in future episodes. But I got an email from a listener that I wanted to bring up uh, as our first non—not first, but first in a while—non me Yugi <laughs> or
4: not. They're trying to take me down.
0: So this week's Yugi or not comes from listener Stephen R. Uh, Hi, s- Stephen says. Hello. Well, let me start off. <laughs> Steven says, let me start off by saying that I found your podcast in mid-January of this year and spent about a month binging it at work until I was completely caught up. I don't wow. recommend that anyone else does this, <laughs> but the fact that I made it through without becoming sick of your voices is probably a testament to how entertaining you guys
2: are. Oh, thank you, Stephen. I think that's uh, the nicest thing anyone's ever seen about my voice but also also hey uh
0: steven are you okay are you you good dude
4: yeah reach out for help if you need it
0: (laughs) you know there's other podcasts right but i'm glad (laughs) you like the podcast and i'm glad that you're listening to it uh but also i i'm not that kind of person that could just like binge one podcast for a month so more power to you uh steven also goes on to say now then my suggestion for Yu-Gi-Oh! Or not is names of bosses from the Dark Souls series, which hopefully Lauren oh, very hasn't good. played. good.
4: I have not played. No, I realized very quickly that Dark Souls was not the game for me. Um...
0: We did try playing Bloodborne yeah, at one
4: point. Yeah, we did. I I don't know. Maybe, I maybe played Bloodborne for a couple hours and was like, no, these games just make me feel stressed. Yeah. And also I learned a very valuable thing about myself that day, which is that I need a goal. I need a task. I need like a checklist to check not off. Not walk yes. down
1: a hallway and immediately get stabbed from a skeleton. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Not, not that. Yeah. So I like having little um, directives to... To sort of fun games and blood. Your directive yeah, exactly. is
2: don't die.
4: <laughs> Your directive is fail at this game because that will happen eight million times before you get anywhere.
2: Lauren and I anyway, play
4: video no, games very differently. It.
0: Like I, I, enjoy the Dark Souls series. I haven't beaten any of them, but I enjoy the concept because I like playing games where I get to do the same thing over and over and over again until I feel somewhat good at it. Lauren plays games like Stardew Valley, where it is just it is checklist the video game.
4: It is, yeah. And I don't know why I've played, because probably the game that I've played the most cumulative hours of across my life is Skyrim. I've probably played, I don't know, Tyler, estimate how many hours I've played of Skyrim over my life.
0: <laughs> I mean, Jimmy, like, Lauren started playing Skyrim when you and I on lived in On my Xbox. On your yeah, Xbox. Yeah, in like 2012 or and
4: something. And I think
0: she put around 300 hours into it then.
4: Yeah, and I've played it several times through since then as well.
0: <laughs> and we own it on Switch now. So yeah. like I think you're in the like six hundred, seven hundred hour yeah, range?
4: Probably over
0: the last seven years. Which I don't
4: which it, Skyrim is not a game this has nothing to do with Yu Gi Oh, I'm sorry. Um no, we're, on, we're on a just tangent. On a tangent but uh Skyrim has nothing to do um it, it, Skyrim pl- doesn't play anything like Stardew Valley or one of those games that's just a digital checklist to check off. But it does have so,
0: side quests. Yeah, yeah. And, you know,
4: And you get to do magic at things.
0: I'm positive that somewhere in the world there exists a to-do list generator that makes your to-do list look like Skyrim quests. I'm po- pretty cool. If that doesn't exist, I'm going to make it. See,
4: don't write in with a Yu-Gi-Oh! or not uh, with Skyrim quests or characters or anything because...
0: Because she'll get those. Well,
4: now somebody is going to, and I'm going to get them all wrong. So well, i did I've just the, uh, it. <laughs> I did the Witcher 3
0: quests that one time.
4: Yeah, I didn't do great on that one, but no, I haven't played but... that much Witcher 3. Yeah. So.
0: <coughs> Pardon me. So uh, Stephen goes on to say, uh, hopefully Lauren would... hasn't played. Oh, go
1: ahead. In another tab, I was just looking up all the Yu-Gi-Oh! Skyrim mods. You can get armor that looks like Obelisk the Tormentor.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. That's all right. Does it make you big?
1: Uh, it looks like it.
4: It push you backward. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Sorry, you asked,
4: you asked that question in that cadence. That cadence it had yeah. that cadence.
0: It looks uh, like it
1: makes you like at least half the size of a dragon.
0: Oh damn! All right, from oh. this
1: one screenshot I'm looking at. Anyway,
0: okay. Uh, Steven R said uh, now then my suggestion for you you're not is names of bosses from the Dark Souls series which hopefully Lauren hasn't played because there are some pretty over the top names from the first game alone which is the only one I've personally played then they list some Dark Souls boss names but I'm not going to list all the ones that they provided uh, Steven R says keep doing God's work and <laughs> give Pepper a pat for me best Aww. Steven R we will give Pepper a pat where's that he's sleeping for? he's too far he's sleeping on the bed over there uh, but I'll, I will give him a pat personally in a moment uh, I also
4: Ar- feel that, sorry, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I feel the need to to qualify that by Skyrim, I meant Elder
0: Scrolls V. Elder Scrolls V, colon, Skyrim. Colon. In case anyone was confused. Part two.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the the Skyriming.
0: So, this week, Lauren, on Yu-Gi-Oh! or Not. Yeah. They are either real Yu-Gi-Oh! cards or Dark Souls bosses. <laughs>
4: Real Dark Souls
0: bosses. Real Dark Souls bosses. Great. Ah, real Dark Souls bosses. (laughs) Are you ready to play? I think so. Great.
4: I'm
1: excited because I I don't know any of these either.
0: Okay, good.
4: (laughs) I feel like I'm going to break my streak on this one. We'll see. Okay.
0: We'll see. All right. The cards are... Card number one, Moonlight Butterfly. Lovely. Moonlight Butterfly. Card number two, Chaos Witch Qualog. Chaos Witch Qualog. Card number three, Trihorned Dragon. Trihorned Dragon. Card number four, Giganto. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: Giganto. like a Power Rangers villain.
2: Mwah, it's me, Giganto. <laughs>
0: Card number five, Ceaseless Discharge. Oh, no. oh Christ.
2: <laughs>
0: Ceaseless Discharge. Oh,
1: please cease.
0: <laughs> and finally, card number six, Gaia the Fierce Knight.
4: Well, that one's a Yu Gi Oh card.
0: Gaia the Fierce Knight. Those are your six cards.
4: All right, here we go. Speed. Speed, Speed identify. Round. Gaia right. the Fierce Knight, Yu Gi Oh card. All right. Um
0: really? Okay.
4: Stop doing this. Now, <laughs> now I think it is a Yu-Gi-Oh card because you're tr- you're doing um what's that?
1: Reverse psychology. Reverse
4: psychology, thank you. I wanted to say opposite psychology.
3: <laughs>
0: opposite psychometry.
4: <laughs> um Trihorned Dragon says nothing about its eyes, so it can't be a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> ah, okay. I like that. Uh, I don't know. Are there Yu-Gi-Oh cards that don't say any- dragon? Yu-Gi-Oh cards that don't say anything about the eyes? You tell me. Mm, I don't know. I this is a, interesting because I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh or Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls, whatever.
0: Dark Darkborn Souls.
4: Yeah
1: blood souls
0: i have to say it too so i'm not using all of the names that steven gave me because there are so many good ones and i i i had i had to i had to pick and choose
4: the dark born trilogy
0: <laughs> the, the dark born identity yeah
4: thank you you could
1: even call it yami souls
0: uh,
2: oh. uh, i see what you did there
4: i don't get it
0: yami just means dark oh uh, all right, come on, speed round. Ugh. How are we feeling? Okay, guy, oh, guy yeah, the, the fierce knight you have said is a Yu-Gi-Oh card.
4: Yeah, guy of the fierce knight I think is a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I can just picture it, you know. Okay, it just has that cadence. All right. Um. God, I think. Chaos witch, Koylog. Is that how you say
0: that? Uh, that is how I said it. I admittedly do not know how it's supposed to be I pronounced.
4: think that is a Dark Souls boss. Okay. I don't know why. Um. I have no logic or reasoning for these things. God, ceaseless discharge. I... <laughs> um, first of all, consult your physician. I... <laughs> if your
0: discharge lasts for more than four hours.
4: <laughs> oh, God. I I want to say that's a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I don't know why.
0: Ceaseless discharge? Yeah,
4: there's right. no... God. Thought process behind it.
0: You activated my trap card.
4: <laughs> you
1: activated my <laughs> ceaseless discharge, Yugi.
4: <laughs> Is that uh, Yu
2: Hey
0: Yugi boy, here's a card you'll understand when you're older.
4: <laughs> <laughs> For a Yugi or not, we should do um we should do Yu Gi Oh cards versus uh Yu Gi Oh fan fiction titles. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like
1: <laughs> Ceaseless discharge would be in there
0: I don't Tyler's like the look you're face. giving me Tyler Yeah <laughs> I have some googling to do tonight
4: Oh no put safe search on <laughs>
1: Ceaseless googling That's
2: amateur hour come on You're not going to get the good stuff with safe search on
4: oh, God. I want the government to I d- see
1: what I see
4: <laughs> <laughs> What have I done We're going to get Um. We're going to get booted out of this country. <laughs> I wanna
0: I wanna subject Boris Johnson to whatever I find in this search.
4: <laughs> We're gonna get the bobbies knocking on the door.
0: <laughs> Oi what what you got a you got a permit for that fanfiction? <laughs> you got a license for that ceaseless discharge <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, okay. You've said oh God. you've said that Guy the Fierce Knight and Ceaseless Discharge uh, are Yu Gi Oh cards. I
4: think you so you've said
0: that Chaos Witch Quaalog yeah. is a uh, a, <clears throat> a Dark Souls boss Remaining, we have Moonlight Butterfly, Trihorned Dragon, and Giganto.
4: You know what? I'm just going to go with my first instincts here and say that Trihorned Dragon can't be a Yu-Gi-Oh card because it doesn't say anything about the eyes.
0: Okay, so Dark Souls it is. Yeah, and
4: now I ha- I'm, I always do this. I always got, I always have one of each left. I want Moonlight Butterfly to be a
0: Dark Souls
4: boss, <laughs> but I don't think it is. I think it's a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Okay. And then that would make Giganto... A Dark Souls boss. I, oh, I, I've done poorly, haven't I? Okay.
0: So, final answers. You're I, locking them in.
4: Yeah, I guess so. All
0: right. Moonlight Butterfly, you said was a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah. Moonlight Butterfly, is a Dark Souls boss. Ah, uh,
4: yeah. There it is, folks. Right, right off the bat.
0: Uh, Chaos Witch Quelog, you said was Dark Souls boss. It is a Dark Souls boss. Oh, okay. Hey. Good. See, one. I almost
4: went with my reasoning about nonsense words being right. default Yu Gi Oh cards, right.
0: but. But in this case, Aww. you were right. This
4: case. You Moonlight no, is beautiful. Right.
1: I don't want to stab this thing.
0: <laughs> but you have to because but it's going to kill you otherwise.
3: Oh, it's
1: lovely. Uh,
0: card number three, Trihorn Dragon, is a Yu Gi Oh card. Damn it. What? So you got that one wrong. You said that was a, a Dark I Souls did. boss. But so what color are its eyes, Tyler?
4: Yeah, that's
0: a you got to look it up, man. I I don't know. I don't know. What to tell you. <coughs> oh, pardon me.
4: I need to know this immediately upon drawing the card.
0: Uh, card number four, Giganto. You said was Dark Souls boss. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh card.
4: Oh, God damn it. Uh,
0: card number five, it's Ceaseless Discharge. You said was a Yu-Gi-Oh card. That's a Dark Souls God boss, my Jesus. friend. You can get killed over and over again by Ceaseless Discharge. What a good video game. Uh, card number six Guy of the Fierce Knight. You got right. You said that was a Yu Gi Oh card, yeah. and that is a Yu Gi Oh card. That gives you a score of two out of six.
1: Aww. Right. Can't win them all.
0: Can't win them all.
4: Well, I could the last two weeks.
0: You didn't get but... nothing. You didn't get nothing. You still got two. That's a respectable yeah. score.
4: That no it's not. That would have been bad if I had gotten zero on the very next week after
0: That would have been two in a not, row though. Not that great. was pretty good. Two in impressive. a row is a great you have streak. To be honest. A great, great streak. Yeah. Uh Trihorn Dragon's eyes, by the way, are oh, red. red.
4: Well then it needs to be called red eyed Trihorn Dragon.
1: It does.
0: I was about to say that wouldn't fit on the card, but there's it would. there's a lot of long names that they fit on. I shall file a
1: complaint immediately.
4: Thank you.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, you sent us a picture. Yep, that's the same one we found. Uh, ceaseless discharge. Oh no. Let's look that shit up.
4: Don't just type in ceaseless discharge. <laughs> too late. Too oh, late. God. Too late. Put text in there. Too late. I did it. I couldn't. Oh, no, images. it did come up with the Dark Souls
0: thing. Fan art. First. Let's do it. Here we go. Uh ceaseless discharge is like kind a of just monster, an huh? amorphous lava blob, yeah. yeah. Oh thank god it's lava. Sort of sort of <laughs> bowroggy a little bit.
4: <laughs> well, it can be.
0: It's uh pretty hot if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> I just found a YouTube video called Easily Beat, the ceaseless discharge.
4: God. <laughs> One called simple trick what? doctors hate. Easily beat? Is that what <laughs> you Easily said? beat. Easily beat.
1: You know how hard it is to get rid of your ceaseless discharge.
0: Boy, do I.
4: Yeah, I think you need a cream for that.
0: <laughs> uh, I think least, that's prescription. At least a series of pills, yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you again, Stephen R., for providing those <laughs> yeah, cards. That, that was great. That was delightful. You did
4: it, Stephen R. You stumped me. You
0: did it. You broke the streak.
4: You sure did. I'm
0: proud of us uh steven also provided a couple more dark souls cards that yeah, I, maybe I, you'll
4: have to do a round two
0: i might sprinkle in in, in some of the next rounds yeah dark souls
2: too
4: yeah but you should um as as a reward you should as a like a congratulate i don't know what i'm trying to say my brain's not working anymore tonight um you should put it in your generator that you made you should put Stephen R's oh, suggestions. Oh, there we go. The I, was,
0: I was thinking we could each do like a um, like a, a Yu-Gi-Oh character impression that Stephen can use as a ringtone.
1: Uh, let's see. What would a what character <laughs> would he what, would he like?
0: I don't know. I well, see. Oh, okay, maybe I maybe this is how we get people to submit these things, right? We we say you submit something. If Lauren gets one answer wrong, uh, for every wow, for every answer that Lauren gets wrong, oh we will do a different impression God. for you to use as a personalized ringtone. Wow, th- I,
4: this is hostile. This is <laughs> hostile.
0: For every, for every answer that Lauren gets right,
4: we'll do a personalized ringtone. Well, no, because then they'll make it easy. Right? Yeah. All right. It's fine. I deserve this. Uh,
0: so I, Big I Brother, th-
1: you're getting a call.
0: <laughs> there we go. I think I think we should just pick our own our own uh uh impressions Ring ring
4: <laughs> It's the cable phone I... Please do, please do the bug one. Which one's the bug one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's DJ Weevil <laughs> Steven, pick up your phone, it's me, Weevil calling. Oh god. <laughs> pick up the phone, Steven! It's me, Weevil. <sighs>
1: That would make me hang up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh Okay, you got you got four wrong, so um
4: Yeah, yeah. Keep rubbing it in.
2: <laughs> Steven is <clears throat> Steven is me, Kaiba. I'm calling you on your telephone.
4: I'm calling from inside the house. <laughs> That's terrible.
2: I'm calling you with honor. <laughs>
4: Big Brother, do you want to play
1: a game?
0: And there we go. Of <laughs>
1: Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Wait, we don't call it that in this universe. We, we just
4: call it Duel Monsters. Duel Monsters.
0: Uh, thanks again, Steven. I hope you enjoyed that. It's uh, called Duel
4: Monsters because
1: there's only two of them.
0: Oh, like with um, an A. Like Duel, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh
1: speaking of two monsters
0: let's move on to the next segment
4: you know that make that is a really good point is you could have done a fun pun with the bracket monster bracket something about dual monsters
0: because you're facing
4: two of them against each other
0: yeah okay well there's always next time <laughs> it's time for the m- 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 monster bracket Every week on the show, we pit two monsters against each other. Two monsters enter, one monster leaves until we have
4: dual. Ah, damn it. Damn it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) Every week on the show, two monsters enter, one monster leaves uh, until we get down to the ultimate Battle City champion uh this week because we did two episodes Which is, honestly
4: is gonna be blue eyes white dragon against dark magician
0: we don't know Let's that be honest with ourselves we don't know that <laughs> uh but these are all monsters that appear in this season so it is it is gonna be the best monster of the season whoever comes out on top hold down uh, for
1: my boy fortress whale
0: hey <laughs> you know still in it uh, i
4: still like the egg one
0: the egg one
4: Oh beautiful morning sunrise egg or something like oh, that Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 um fuck what is that called uh it's not called egg which is the weird thing yeah, it is is it is it
4: new egg of new hope or something like that
0: no that was that was from that was from the yugi or not oh that was one of the that was one of the blimp cards you're right the the egg winged egg of new winged hope or something
1: winged, winged egg, egg of new, of new life
0: Oh, of new life. Like of yeah, new yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. That's not part of the bracket. Oh, it should be, I'm but sorry. it's
4: not. I've mixed the things together. No, it's okay.
1: I'd... You've scrambled them.
4: Hey. You've scrambled what?
1: these eggs.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, because we did two episodes this week, we're going to do two matchups uh, of two monsters. So uh, the first matchup that we have is Sonic Maid versus Celtic Guardian.
1: Sonic made is something that you should not Google image search. Or do. <laughs> you.
0: Uh, Sonic...
4: I think I got one at Sharper Image, though, once.
0: A uh, Sonic made? <laughs> 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 uh,
4: <laughs> just uh, sounds like something that would be in, like, SkyMall.
0: Yeah, yeah, in a catalog that your <laughs> mom gets you for, for Christmas. Yeah. You uh, get
4: catalogs for Christmas, th- Tyler? <laughs> there
0: was one year. Uh, didn't have a lot of money, so we just... Sounds like a Roddy Dangerfield skit. <laughs> yeah. We just looked at pictures and presents that we wanted. Ah, I don't get no respect. Uh, Sonic Maid is a level three warrior monster with 1200 attack and 900 defense. Celtic Guardian is a level four warrior monster with 1400 attack and 1200 defense.
4: So Sonic Maid is just poison ivy.
0: With music. Of. With yeah.
4: Oh, I guess they are music notes, aren't they? They look like yeah. leaves.
0: She yes. kind of looks
1: like I think we've said this before But she looks like Meg from Hercules
4: Oh yes. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, The card text says A maiden that uses sound to her advantage She wields a scythe That's shaped like a musical note So it's not just A, a, a treble cleft there That is a scythe
1: It's a treble cleft.
4: <laughs>
0: I see what you did there
4: It doesn't look Like it's not much in the frame if no. It's meant to be like a big part of her character
0: yeah, it, the the scythe part is kind of cut off yeah. in an awkward way. Uh, Celtic Guardian. Uh, let's see what the card text says here. Uh, Celtic Guardian is an elf who learned to wield a sword. He baffles enemy with lightning swift attacks. It's just like, huh,
1: swords, huh? No elf has ever done that before.
0: Again, and I didn't notice this until Looks you pointed like it Link. out, Lauren. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah, that's that's kind of the main thing. But the sword is a thing that's called out in the card text. Yeah, you really don't see the sword. What is in this he picture. reaching for? You. you.
4: <laughs> oh no! It's like that meme <laughs> with like the hand
1: reaching out towards you, the viewer, and you just stick yeah. it on random characters. That's what he's doing. Mm. Your swords, give them to me.
0: Uh. So yeah. So basically, we have we have. Uh...
1: Literally just Link.
0: Literally just, literally just Link from The Legend of Zelda.
4: Yeah, actually just Link.
0: Versus musical Poison Ivy. <laughs> uh, based on looks first, how are, how are we feeling here? Where are we leaning?
1: I do kind of hmm. like Celtic Guardian's whole armor deal that he's got going on. He's got some pouches, yep. and he's got... Mm, um, the belt
4: is cool. The utility belt.
1: Yeah, he's got a utility belt. He's got armor. He's got pauldrons. Uh, I like the popped mm. collar. I'm not sure what the deal is with all his like dog tags that he's got dangling from his armor.
0: Yeah, yeah they kinda it seems like they would make more noise than they're
1: worth. It's like, when he's hiking to scare berries away. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he's got one on his necklace too. It's cause
0: he it's cause he keeps sneaking around, his owner put one on him just to <laughs> So he doesn't Dude. prey on birds.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> Get back here, Celtic Guardian. Jingle, jingle, jingle,
4: jingle. Uh, <laughs> But they've had him fixed, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or the a Celtic one, I'm sorry.
0: The one weird thing about Celtic Guardian, and like the reason why I don't feel weird making that kind of a joke, is in the show, Lauren, you, yeah. you may not know this, in the show... I
4: don't. I don't watch the show. Celtic
0: Guardian makes the same noise in battle as another card called Battle Ox. And what that, is a Battle Ox? Yeah, when I these, love like, it already. like a minotaur. Neat. Uh... But that that noise does it eat people? It could,
4: like the Minotaur.
0: Uh, it could. I don't know. But that noise is just a monotone. Uh...
1: <laughs> That's the thing about oh. like character cards in this show. They make the same noises as just like animals. Like you'll see well, a guy don't... come out and then they will just be like, Arr!
4: They don't really talk, do they?
1: No, they don't. They're not like people. Because it
4: seems like you could have a conversation with them when yeah. they show up, but they don't.
1: You'd think they'd be, like, sentient. E- <sighs> but they just yeah. make
0: groaning and,
1: like, grr noises.
4: They're just apparitions.
0: Yeah. Grr. Without Without giving too much away, all I will say to that is, that is true... For now. Unless. Whoa. Unless. Uh, there does come a point in Yu-Gi-Oh where cards gain self-awareness.
2: What a terrifying
4: it is a existence. Spoilers! It is,
2: it is upsetting.
4: Spoilers, Tyler! But
0: that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about You've Sonic made... You just
4: spoiled a huge plot point. It's
0: an old show. <laughs>
4: And here's what? the thing about Tyler is he loves spoilers and he looks I them do. up ahead of time. I was okay, he I love spoilers. I was
0: telling Jimmy about this show that I started watching uh, called I'm just
4: here to incite tangents today, apparently. <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry.
0: I was telling Jimmy earlier in this episode, I was telling the audience about the show that I started watching called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. and it's an anime that I've known about for a long time. Uh-huh. but I was not interested in it because the pitch that everyone gave me was it's these ripped dudes that fight each other and they're super gay. And I'm like, all right, I'll mm. just, okay, I'll watch Dragon Ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem special to me. It was on Netflix the other day. I was on my lunch break. So I, I sat down and I was like, all right, cool. uh, I'll, Fine. I'll, I'll watch it. Whatever. Pass my, my lunch break by. And uh, it starts in 19th century London. Neat. And there are vampires also good and most of the characters are named after rock groups okay and like like there's a there's a character named after led zeppelin his last name is zeppeli oh that's uh, cute uh the the main villain of the first arc is dio nice uh there's acdc there's a villain, there's a villain named acdc <laughs> there's, his, his sidekick is cars <laughs> what oh my god uh uh, The main character's best friend is Robert E.O. Speedwagon.
4: Oh, nice. And, Clever.
0: And, and I'm sitting there thinking, these are all the things that I'd wish I'd known. Like, those are the spoilers that I want to get. Because if I had been spoiled on that part of the show, I would have been a lot more interested. Mm. I like spoilers because they tell me the parts that I should be excited for.
1: It's not a spoiler <laughs> to know characters exist. No, I guess not. I but go like, and see Star Wars. Like oh, Chewbacca works. is here. Did you know that Hans, there's a character who has a friend named Chewbacca? And you're like, I hell got- yeah, now I want to see Star Wars.
0: I get it. Okay, so bad example, bad example. But I, I wish that people were less weird around spoilers and, like, talking about media properties. Because in my mind, it's not about the individual, like, plot beats it's about how we get to each one
4: see for me i think it's t- like this is too much for a podcast this is deep i think it's tied to like an anxiety thing because anytime anybody tells me a spoiler about something i'm just waiting for that thing to come up like i'm skipping through basically the rest of it
2: uh, like i'm mm. like oh
4: god and, th- and that thing's gonna happen now they said it was gonna happen is this the thing oh wait is this the thing over here wait 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 no no i bet the thing's closer to the end and it's just like do you know what i mean it's distracting
0: yeah, okay, that's fair. See, that. see, I I get excited by that. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to get from here to there? Jesus, <laughs> they have to go there? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Maid versus Celtic Guardian.
1: Sonic Maid versus Celtic Guardian.
0: Sonic Maid's look is about
1: good. Celtic Guardian's hat.
0: No. It's got
1: dumb little wings on it. <laughs>
0: it yeah, I don't wings. like it. I really don't like it. It's like... It's like somebody wanted to make a like a stereotypical Viking helmet and sneezed
1: <laughs> you know, Celtic Guardian say... looks like the sort of character you would draw as your deviant art OC.
4: yeah yeah it's very deviant art
0: there there are probably millions of people in America who think that they have come up with an original creation. And it is just a drawing of Celtic Guardian. And
4: then the creators of Yu-Gi-Oh! Plagiarized that. Mm-hmm. And used it for
0: Celtic Guardian.
1: Yep. This is like when you first learn to draw muscles and armor.
0: That's what I was... I was going to say earlier, he's swole. He's swole. He, he big.
4: He, he's on fire, though,
0: also? also? on fire, yes. Okay. That is that is accurate.
4: <laughs> I think that we should give it to Sonic Made because... Celtic Guardians hat is so bad it's yes, really very bad
1: <laughs> Sonic Maid otherwise doesn't have a lot
0: going for her looks wise but I do like They're the scythe boring. the scythe is very cool the scythe is good
4: I wish they showed more of it
0: yeah the 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 thing like I, I think on looks I would go Sonic Maid just They're because like she, she has a good dress the scythe is cool I like the little armband thing who is it's but she's very boring the thing that I think tips it in Celtic Guardian's favor is just name recognition. Like, he's That's played true. so often in the show that everyone everyone who knows about Yu-Gi-Oh! even a little bit, after you learn about, like, Blue-Eyes White Dragon, after you learn about Dark Magician, you'll probably hear about either, like, Karibo or Celtic Guardian.
1: The thing about What's Celtic Ke- Guardian, though, is that he keeps getting played a lot, and then he just dies instantly to some yeah. more... Frightening monster of the week.
0: Every chessboard needs a pawn.
4: Also, what is Celtic about him?
0: <laughs> Literally nothing. His nothing. Indomitable spirit.
4: <laughs> He's got green on his armor. I guess. I
0: think that's it. I think that's actually the the thing about it. Celtic Guardian. I, I want to look up Celtic Guardians. Uh, like the Celtic Guardian's name in other languages. do do let's see uh that's
4: a much cooler looking card
0: the oh the translated from japanese is elf swordsman
4: oh
1: i just google search sonic and it's exactly what i
0: expected is it sonic in a maid costume yes it it is sonic in a maid costume is it literally
1: the first result is sonic maid but all the rest is oh, Sonic in no. a Maid's costume.
0: Yep. It's actually not as bad as I expected. No,
4: me either. It is just Sonic in a Maid's costume. It's not, like, scandalous. Yeah, it's, At least it's, not the hits that we got right. here. The top results are not... I'm uh, sure you can find uh, that the, if you
0: want. Might have to M-Preg scroll down fiction.
2: a
1: little. No.
4: Oh, do you? <laughs>
1: Anyway. (laughs)
0: Uh, I will say the alternate card art for Celtic Guardian is much better. You see the whole sword, you get the rest of his torso.
4: The sword is it's alright. It's just like a cool sword.
1: I don't know. I'm still kind of leaning towards Celtic. If we're doing looks alone, I think Celtic Guardian wins. Just because Sonic Maid doesn't have much interesting stuff going on besides the
0: scythe. Yeah, that's fair. That's mm. fair. So the rest of it, then, we're talking. We're talking like name recognition, popularity. We're talking. Yeah, the but card for text. what?
4: It's it's unwarranted name recognition. It's a shitty card with a dumb hat.
0: I guess.
1: Uh, His hat is uh, so
0: a, dumb. Attack and He's defense. He's not
4: good. You and just said points. he dies every time he comes out.
0: Mechanically, if yeah. these were actually in a duel, <laughs> mechanically speaking, Celtic Guardian would beat Sonic Maid because it oh, has higher okay. attack and defense. All
4: right. Well, I also, don't think it's unanimous, but I think Celtic
0: Guardian. Also, on the website, uh, there are more people with selfies. Uh, there are tons of, of selfies Guardian.
4: with Celtic Guardian. Everyone's so serious. I love Yu-Gi-Oh selfies, Yu-Gi-Oh card selfies, because everyone is like so. Oh proud
0: yeah, and I
1: got my Celtic
4: Guardian. about it. This and dude not with his dual like, disc
0: is in so many of these pages. He has so many selfies with Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and he looks exactly this happy in all of them. Look at and- I-
4: like I'm not even trying to make fun of the selfies. I just love that these people are so into this and want to share it online.
0: Like there, there are certainly there are a couple of faces that I see pop up yeah. frequently, and mm. they are Collectors. clearly living their best lives.
4: Yeah,
1: living that life. This person Yu-Gi-Oh has style. a Celtic
0: Guardian doll. Oh, that's me, pretty cool. Figure. That's
4: pretty good. And the dual th- arm thingy that I don't know what it's called.
0: No, you're, you're almost right. Dual disc.
4: Dual disc. Why? But it's not a disc. Uh, isn't it? All right. Well, isn't it though? No, that but that's pretty cool though cuz that's like commitment, you know. Yeah. You've got the action figure, you've got the disc.
0: And there are zero selfies with Sonic made.
4: That's true. Oh. I just don't really like Celtic Guardian, so I'm going to vote against it. But
0: You've been outvoted, my dear. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. That's all right.
1: I guess it's Celtic Guardian
0: with reservations. Celtic Guardian.
4: Yeah, you don't sound <laughs> completely happy with that either.
0: Oh. I mean, Jimmy, if you're going to vote for Sonic Maid, then that means I'm outvoted.
1: No, Sonic Maid is just kind of n- not interesting.
4: Yeah, Sorry. that's true. I would like to say that thank you for giving me an equal third vote in this, Tyler, because I don't even watch the show or do any <laughs> of the rest of the podcast. Well, you're, you're a part of this breaker. now.
1: You're the neutral third party that we need.
4: Am I neutral? I don't know.
0: No,
1: you're judging me just, you're <laughs> you're just, third just party. as harshly as us.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, because we did two episodes, we have to do a second oh, matchup here. Hopefully, this will be more interesting. The second matchup of this episode is Zero the Mant versus Rogue Doll. Zero the Mant is a level 8, I do eight fiend love ritual the monster. Mant. 2800 attack 2300 defense <laughs> you're, just, rogue you're doll. still
1: laughing at his skull cod piece aren't you
3: yeah
4: i, <laughs> I mean, am
0: rogue doll is a level four spellcaster monster with 1600 attack and 1000 defense let's talk about them starting with zero the man lauren what do you love so much about zero
2: the man got
4: a skull on his dick <laughs>
2: <laughs> a real boner
4: got a face on his cock
2: <laughs> whoa I love that what? he's like
1: this skeletal like dragon guy who's like otherwise completely <laughs> naked, but he's so extra that he needs to have the cloak.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he's got to have the cloak. He's got
1: to have the cape. That's po- has the popped collar. Did you see that?
4: It. Uh, you were very into the pop collar tonight.
1: Pop that collar. He looks like Here's... Ridley,
0: and I like this Ridley. show. Yeah
3: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: Jimmy is holding up a Ridley amiibo. It's for very the, good. Delicious uh, at home. Uh. This show, I think, like, I, I feel, here's that guy again, Uh I, I feel like this show has an unwritten, like, metric that it's using to assess power level, and that is how high can your collar pop. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh. The higher the collar, the this more collar powerful you are. collar is popped above Zero the man's head. Yeah. it's a
2: level eight fiend.
4: Yeah. It's you, very good. You can good. only summon Zero the Mant. It's so good. I
0: believe with a ritual. Let me look this up.
1: It, it's the collar is like spawn. You know what spawn yes. looks like Yeah.
0: No. Yeah, so let me look it up. So spawn has exactly this collar. Uh the text on card uh, on uh, Zero the Mant says this card can only be ritual summoned with the ritual spell card Zero Ritual. So ritual. there's a there's a ritual specifically for summoning this dude. That's how powerful he ritual. is. Ritual spawn
4: need to say ritual a few more times in that <gasps> card description
0: spawn has a big-ass pop collar
4: oh that's pretty cool that's that's pretty good though
0: it's pretty good the spawn movie was very bad uh but it had is it thomas jane
4: well he clearly doesn't have the collar in the movie so that's why no. it's bad no
0: he does not who plays spawn in the movie Let me find out. Oh, no. Sorry. It's uh, it's Michael Jai White. Uh, why did I think Thomas Jane? Oh, because uh, I was thinking Punisher. Ah. Never mind. A similar aesthetic. Uh, what's that?
1: Kind of a similar aesthetic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of a similar. Mm-hmm. A similar similar plot in a way where it's like, uh, I'm a gruff guy that got left for dead by the evil dude that killed my family mm-hmm. and now I'm out for revenge uh spawn is just supernatural
1: <laughs> instead of guns
0: right uh anyway. rogue doll also has a purple coat cloak uh Where,
4: what's the face and what's the body
2: i think we talked
0: we about
1: d- this before the face is the top part right
0: yes the face is the thing above the thing that looks more like a so face so cool I don't know Rogue doll is cool. I don't know what the thing that looks more like a face is actually for.
4: Distraction.
1: Yeah, I it's guess. like how orcas have the fake eyes on top of their head.
0: Yeah, or like an anglerfish. <laughs> but like that's not a thing in Yu-Gi-Oh!. You can't like
1: <laughs> Attack the face.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not aiming your attack. You're just kinda saying that creepy. monster dies. I guess just I to think be to be it succeeds at that. Yeah. Uh, the card text on Rogue Doll says, a deadly doll gifted with mystical power is particularly powerful when attacking
4: against <laughs> Haunted Doll Watch. <laughs> it
0: is particularly powerful when attacking against dark forces.
4: Against dark forces? It is a force, would force for good. Towards d- For dark forces.
0: Well, it went rogue.
4: Oh. Duh. So regular dolls are evil, but Rogue Doll has joined the light.
0: Yes, that is that that is actually maybe the most accurate depiction of how this show works. <laughs> uh, if uh, doll of demise is any indication. Oh
4: yeah, doll of demise is great.
0: Literal Chucky.
4: I do like doll of demise.
0: Uh how are we feeling about this? Um Zero the Mant versus Rogue Doll.
1: I'm leaning towards Zero the Mant just cuz I like Zero the Mant. Uh, I think he's cool. I think it's good that he's got, like, a special card that you need to summon him. Yep.
4: Mm. He's, like, really showing off, though.
1: He
2: is really showing off. Really
4: showing off that cod piece. He's got
1: a severe underbite.
4: He does.
2: Oh, he does! I didn't even see that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he has teeth on the upper part of the jaw, either.
4: Oh, no, he doesn't.
0: But he does have giant fangs. On tusks the, on, yeah like tusks on the lower half that don't seem especially useful but they look good
1: uh the only thing like I'm looking up more zero the man stuff apparently there's only every time he appears there's just the one card art of him in that pose and even in the anime it's just him in that same pose which is disappointing
4: yeah I can't yeah. ever block the face on his ding dong <laughs> <laughs> Can't block that. That's where his power comes from. Um, I like both of them.
0: I do too. Uh, that's kind of my problem. I I I like Zero the Mant for like the the look and the, the buffness and the just like It's
4: very cool and the cape is cool.
0: Here's some cool fan art I found of him. But Rogue doll is kind of just creepy. Uh oh, this is really good Oh, fan that's art. cool. Who's the who's the artist on this? Um
1: uh-huh. This is, I don't know, I found it on some, one of those like image crawler sites that I think just like lifts images oh, from other places.
0: That's a shame.
1: It was added by Manhunter 108. I'm not sure who the actual artist is. I'm trying to find him.
0: Well, it looks really good. It's it's like a very, it's a more serious anime version of Zero Yeah, it's Ant. really cool. Uh, so... I I think if I would have to lean one way or the other just based on how we're talking about it I would lean Zero the Mant because like while I like the look of Rogue Doll and while I like the idea of like here's a doll that fights against evil here's a
4: creepy doll yeah, yeah. I
0: I don't know that it's grabbing me as much as Zero the Mant
4: I think that the creepy doll one would have won against Celtic Guardian because it's more interesting definitely Entirely but possible. I don't think it wins against Zero the Mant
1: Yeah, it's not doing anything particularly interesting either. It's just kind of like posing there. Not that Zira is any better, but...
4: But it is more interesting just sort of visually. What
2: is a mant? What is a mant? (laughs) That's a
4: good question.
1: (laughs) A miserable little pile of secrets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know that there's anything about mant necessarily, but there are... There is some lore around the Zira cards, if hmm. I remember correctly. Uh, let me see here. Well, what is Zira? Let's go to yugipedia.com, Zira the Mant.
1: Every time I read Zira the Mant, I hear it in Return of the Mant
0: uh,
1: cadence. Zera <laughs> Zira the Mant.
0: Uh, I, I'm trying to load yugipedia.com/wiki/Zira. Uh, it's Zira dot is com. a s- <laughs> Zira. Oh, interesting. Zira is a small series that tells the saga of the warrior of Zira who has three different destinies. The first one is finding the sanctuary in the sky, becoming a herald, Zeradius Herald of Heaven, an angel, angel of Zira. And eventually an Archlord, Archlord Zerato. However, he turns against the sanctuary as a Dark Lord, Dark Lord Zerato. The second path is him discovering Pandemonium and becoming tempted by the Archfiends to become a powerful evil monster, Mazera Deville. Finally, he worshipped he the god of this. Land, you, no <laughs> uh, finally, he Miserra worshipped the god Deville. of this land, Zera the Mant a related monster is reukishin powered. If it's, Zira
4: can't find you, then nobody will.
0: <laughs> its role is a mystery, though it looks somewhat similar to Zera the man and is a fiend. Oh, that's Ryukushin powered. It means uh although in some video games it's required as a tribute for Zera ritual. So Zera is actually uh Zera, pardon me, the warrior of Zera going on like a vision quest it looks Mm -hmm. like trying to discover which of his futures uh, will will be realized and in one of those futures the god of pandemonium the god of zira appears in pandemonium and tempts him with power
1: that's awesome that's pretty metal
0: why is it the mant I still don't know (laughs) It's not going to tell you, but this is the embodiment of the evil will of Zira, which is apparently a place. Maybe
1: it's like a title, like Grand Moff, that's just nothing.
4: Mm. Yeah,
0: I like that. Zero the Mand.
4: It's it's so interesting that some cards in Yu Gi Oh have these like long backstories, and some some of them are just like, yeah, it's literally a
0: it's tough an, ball.
1: This With is an evil tomato. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole class of cards, and I haven't been able to find like I've not been able to find the search terms that give me all of them. But there are these cards that are clearly written by the character Joey Wheeler in the show. Oh, because really? it's like, hey, this guy's swinging his fists around. It does
4: not say it does. That. It, does. it does.
0: Oh my uh, god! Or like a uh, dis dis d i s yeah. This guy's got a sharp sword. Uh, this tyrannosaurus
1: wow. tots got a terrible temper.
0: What is what is that one, Jimmy? <laughs> that, was, that
1: was one of those dinosaurs. I'm trying to remember which was it. Baby dinosaur? No,
0: that's not baby dinosaur. Um, I'm trying to find a way to search cards written by Joey Wheeler. <laughs> uh, oh, alligator sword is one of them. Um, we
3: looked
4: at that one.
0: Oh. Uh, Oh, actually this kind of works so in the trivia for Alligator Sword it says this card's flavor text is written as if it were spoken in a Brooklyn accent referring how Joey Wheeler uses this card 8 more cards from Legendary Collection 4 Joey's World Mega Pack appropriately named Joey's World also had their English flavor text written in this style they are Miyotoko, Skullstalker, Wolf Kagening (laughs) wow Kageningen, uh Stone Armadiller, Hero oh my of God. the East, Anthrosaurus, and Little D.
1: That's the one I was thinking of, Little D.
4: Little D.
0: Uh, Little D, the card text says, where'd it go? Yo, this Tyrannosaurus tot's got a terrible temper.
4: Oh my God. It says
0: yo in the card text. Uh, what else do we got? Anthrasaurus says, This man, like dinosaurs, dinosaurs, D I N O S A W Z, got a high IQ, even though, T H O, he's lacking in the strength department. Kind of like yous. If I had a.
2: <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, is that like already insulting you? If you had you, the a high player?
0: IQ, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is the card text Joey insulting you, the card game player?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hero of the East is field to strength the dis sword, sword swinging samurai from the far east.
1: Never oh been roasted by a fictional character before. Uh, in a
4: this it's like meta roasting because it's through a card game that doesn't that exists in a TV show.
0: A yeah. uh, uh, stone armadiller.
4: Oh my god. I'm a
0: dealer. Stone critters got a rock hand fur. Oh, pardon me, rock hod fur. I misread it because it's HOD H A H D. No. Uh That gives him Is he some from really Brooklyn good. Brooklyn or defense. Boston. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh a Wicked Pac- McH- Had. <laughs> a pack H- Wicked had, had fur. Kaganingan says he uses Y double O Z E S both a physical attack form and a shadow form to attack. So he's god. a tough monster to beat.
4: So nobody actually talks like that.
1: Going back to the problem at hand. Zero the man wins, right. right? Oh my god.
0: Yeah, Zero the man yeah.
4: wins.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: I like the creepy doll.
0: I like the creepy doll too,
4: but yeah.
0: I we're at the point where we have to start making some hard decisions.
4: All right. I You think you mean hard decisions? Hard.
0: hard decisions. Wicked hard. Uh. All right. That'll all do right. it for the monster bracket. Uh. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have questions, comments, gripes, complaints, and Yu Gi not cards to send us, uh, you can reach us on our email at youactivatedmypodcast at gmail dot com, Twitter and Instagram at yampod. That's y a m p o d. Uh, you can go to our website heart of the dot cards heart of the. card/ bracket is the monster bracket if you want to review that. Um, is there anything else that I am forgetting about this week? Uh, oh, there is. Go donate to places. oh yeah there's a bunch of stuff going on right now uh, including in many places voting season. There is a great organization called Pizza to the Polls. I think it's just pizza.polls, or maybe it's polls.pizza. Let me find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's a really fun idea where for folks in places such as uh, – it's polls.pizza. Uh, places such as Texas, which closed down a bunch of polling places, so people had to wait in line for like three hours to vote, uh, you can donate pizza to people who are waiting in line just so they That's can vote, cool. because people have to take time out of their work days now to to vote for uh, their uh, their candidates in the primaries. So if you have a spare few dollars, you want to go give pizza to people who are making democracy happen, go to pizza, pardon me, polls.pizza. Pizza pizza polls. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to plug this week? Uh, we have a new podcast? episode of, uh, yeah, we have a new episode of Egg Centric coming out this weekend. Uh, we're going to be talking about Oh gosh, I have to write my my part, but we've been talking about oh I, yeah, uh, expressions,
4: expressions,
0: uh, egg <laughs> uh, related sayings and colloquialisms and puns and yeah, oh, all that good stuff.
4: Part two is a good one.
0: I think I'm gonna do soup this week.
4: No, you have something that you wanted to do already. The whole reason we split them into two episodes, you asked me specifically.
0: What was the other one I wanted to do?
4: Well, I won't. There, no spoilers. No there's gonna be
0: something so good that even I don't know about it <laughs> coming up uh, that's uh that's egg hyphen centric and all the uh the pod catchers, uh or you can follow us on Twitter at podcast about egg um yeah Jimmy you working on anything this week nope awesome what's well, uh <laughs> let's wrap this up let's wrap it up until
1: next time pull the sheet off his ghost.